Once Upon a Time in Huntsville podcast, hosted by yours truly, Sampley and Baranaga. And my uh, my co-host here, who's already on, on the ground, uh, <laughs> Harrison Stone. How are you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, today we have a very, very special guest. Harrison, you know what? Why don't you do the honors in introducing him and... I'll kind of, I'll help you, I'll guide you, I'll lead you if you... Well, I'll say that we both had the uh, privilege uh, to work with this guy, and we both had an absolute blast while doing it. I know for me, it was one of the most enjoyable experiences I've had. Um, That's not what I heard. (laughs) But uh, I (laughs) know. No, no. We, I can say that we both very much loved enjoying uh, working with this very wonderful independent filmmaker who who we are very dependent on. Get it? Independent. Independent. Uh, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and say his name. Jesse Lane. What's going on, buddy? What's going on, dude? Nothing much, man. I'm, I'm digging the uh, the pink shirt. You got the neck. Hey, man. Uh, pants. Pink is where it's at. <laughs> yeah, man. I got a pink steering wheel cover. I got a, like the armrest thing. <laughs> I got a pink fluffy armrest thing. You, you have no idea how many times I go through the drive-thru. A girlfriend's car? Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so, I love my pink. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that, man. Hey, man. Uh, so uh, today, I guess we, we really wanted to talk. You have Mime just dropped yesterday. Was it last night? Yes, yes, last night. And that was a short film that I worked on last, you said February, last February? Last February. Time flies, man. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and we shot it all in a day. One day. Very cold. <laughs> yeah, my it was pretty nippy. It was one of those types of cold where it wasn't like freezing, but the wind was going. Yes. So yeah. the wind was giving you like wind burn, that yes. type of cold. Yeah I, remember, yeah, I remember that. And then Harrison had the honor of working on a short film called Attack uh, with you, which was, was that this February or January? Or? We started in January, didn't we? And then we had to come back in March. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was For reshoots. Reshoots. Harrison mess up. He messes yeah. up. Harrison, whew. I didn't know a line. <laughs> he, uh, yeah. whew, man. Yeah. Jesse no, is actually the, my voice in the short. <laughs> the reshoot. I just were, my mouth. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we pulled a uh, Gino Carano with Harrison. We had someone else completely say all of his lines. <laughs> <laughs> I just um, said watermelon, watermelon over yeah. and over again. You should see the uh, deleted scenes in Green Book. Uh, <laughs> all of them are just Harrison. Just oh, man, different you, things. you dare to bring up Green Book. What if, what yeah. if he is? Oh, man. <laughs> so before, <laughs> before we get into uh, talking about these awesome shorts, uh, I kind of wanted to talk about uh, early life, uh, kind of. When did you figure out you wanted to be in film and this awesome industry? Um, was it early on in school through theater, or did you see a movie where you're like, I, I got to do that? Do you do you remember a specific point in your memory where you're like, okay, wh- what is happening here? Well, it's kind of weird. I grew up doing a lot of self teaching. Okay. So when it came to multiple facets of life, I taught, I learned on my own, uh-huh. either through entertainment or just through my own accounts, really. Yeah. So when it came to getting into this, when I was in like third grade, I started writing oh, wow. uh, stuff in class and I would staple it together, like either comics or little books and I would draw them. I used to draw a lot too. Yeah, and I mean, are I would, you a good? Would you consider yourself a good artist? Back then, <laughs> yeah, because I drew all the time in the third grade. Yeah, and then I just have the distinct memory of like I think one of my siblings was like, "You should stop doing that. It doesn't yeah. look good." <laughs> once I got into, <laughs> once I got into middle school, early high school, I was like, "Yeah, this ain't this ain't happening." <laughs> yeah, this ain't it. So you said like, what kind of comics were? I created my own terrible superhero. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! And uh, and so I also had one of these 
old school big VHS cameras that you put on your shoulder. Uh-huh. Had three buttons. Had zoom in, zoom out, record. And wow. you put literal VHS tapes yeah. in them, and that's what you record on. And I still got that. I'm actually got, oh, wow. trying yeah, to work on something. On I'm trying to work on something where I can utilize that. Oh, wow. And then transfer the footage over from tape via digital. But, oh, my um, gosh. <laughs> yeah, I used it, and I would film. I have tons of tapes at home just filled with random stuff uh-huh. of films I made. No scripts to those. I would just make them with my friends out at home. Yeah, cast your friends. You know, yeah. no s- special visual effects uh-huh. or anything. Uh, people <laughs> playing multiple people. It was pretty pretty terrible, but at least I was doing something, I guess. Exactly, yeah. And then once I started to get into, like, fourth grade, fourth grade I wrote my first script. Oh, wow, like feature? Or uh, like yeah. Short? yeah. Oh, you wrote a feature in the fourth grade? Oh, my um, gosh. It was... Um, it was a sequel to a ter- it was a Terminator sequel. That's awesome. Oh, there you so go. Awesome. I didn't grow up with the uh, uh, and this is not to make my my folks look bad, but uh-huh. I grew up watching some good stuff. Like, yeah, I grew up watching like Kill Bill, Terminator, uh-huh. stuff that some parents wouldn't let their kids watch, but I Absolutely. felt I could handle it, and you know, so I I wrote a Terminator Four script. <laughs> I didn't write it in screenplay format. I wrote it in novel format. Oh, okay. And it was 112 pages. Oh, my wow. gosh. Yeah. And then um, I also had bought filmmaking for dummies. Oh, yeah. And uh-huh. screenwriting for dummies. That's awesome. So once I got screenwriting for dummies, I learned the format. And in fifth grade, I started writing in screenplay format. <laughs> and a lot, of, a lot of that early on stuff was, um, you know, fascination of uh, characters you like. So I would uh-huh. write... Like I wrote like four Spider-Man sequels. Dude, uh, I, I'm you know. sure I could talk to you about uh, it. The third one, I, I have like that is like one of my biggest guilty pleasures. Like hey, the original. I don't. There's some good stuff about that. Sandman and that is amazing. Yeah, I was gonna say like so. I love it, but then there's like so many things that could have done better. But Topher Grace. Oh yeah. Oh. What's, why? Mm. Like I like him, but like who? Bad casting. Emo Peter. Oh, oh gosh! <laughs> now dig on this. <laughs> uh, Harrison, have you seen it? Uh, yes. Oh man, I don't remember any of this. I had oh. to have been like nine, and I remember walking out of the movie theater and being like, "Wow!" I think that was like one of the first times I realized, like, "Wow, movies can be bad in theaters." That was one of my <laughs> first when I went and saw Spider-Man Three. That was one of my first big theater-going experiences. Yeah. Because before that, I think the biggest one I'd been to was Revenge of the Sith. Oh, that yeah, back that's in 05, huge. But I didn't get it at that point. Oh, okay. When I was in seventh or eighth grade, Spider-Man Three came out. Uh huh. That's when I realized. Okay, this is what going to a big movie on an yes. opening night is uh-huh. like, and it's only progressed since then. So, yeah, you know, I've seen bigger movies on opening night since then, like The Last Harry Potter, um, Hunger Games, Twilight. Um, <laughs> Wait, what'd you say? <laughs> uh, man, Harrison I've seen. I actually uh, auditioned for the role of uh, uh, you auditioned for Bella, right? Edward. I did, and yeah. Kristen Stewart. I think I would have done a better job, but I, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> Uh, I I remember one of the biggest opening night ones I went to, though, Uh was the first Avengers. Oh, yeah, 2012, right? I was about to graduate from high school, uh, and that was just a monster of a night. I think that's one of the funnest times I've had. I think I remember when I, you know, what? this is incredible. I actually did not see Avengers in theaters. Oh, I don't man. know why, because me and my family, because my dad would take all of us boys, and I don't know why we didn't go see it, but. I think we actually went and saw The Dark Knight Rises because that came out the same time. We went and saw that maybe two or three times. 
Dude. Um, <laughs> I cried when the trailer came out for that. Dude, I like, I, if you scroll back on my Facebook, I would just be sharing the trailers. Be like, God, <laughs> I can't wait. I'm so pumped. And I still remember that trailer so clearly. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. It opened with the kids singing and then Bane saying, what a lovely voice. Yes. And then coming through and then the football field collapsing. That's yes. what it opened with. I was like... Oh my god! Do you remember the teaser trailer where it was um, Gary Oldman like on the bed? And you and couldn't he, really understand yeah, what he was saying. Yeah, you couldn't understand what he was like. Yeah. And then like it would rise and the ice yeah. was crackling into the bat. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, here's, yeah, dude, was, dude, yeah. But I remember every. I think for a whole, it wasn't just like the uh, like a couple months, but for the whole school year, it was it was just nonstop Avengers. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Avengers, Avengers. So that's that's pretty awesome. That did you you said you saw it opening night? Opening night. That's awesome. And that was fun. Were you dressed up as Black Widow? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> um, thought about it. Yeah. Um, and you know I really enjoyed that one a lot more compared to when like I went and saw Endgame. When I saw Endgame oh, opening yeah. night, this is gonna sound bad. The Marvel movies at that point have gotten a little old to me at mm, that point. They yeah. were still somewhat fresh when Avengers came out. And so when Endgame happened, I just went because I knew it would be an experience. Yeah. Um, but I enjoyed the first Avengers experience a whole lot more. Oh, yeah. I enjoyed going to Iron Man 3 opening night more than I did Endgame. Really? Because it was still somewhat fresh. Avengers kind of, you know, you had those the multiple first phase movies, and mm-hmm. then Avengers came out. So when Avengers hit and everyone loved it, and it was so energetic and everyone... Loved it and it went crazy. You couldn't wait to see what was next. And mm-hmm. Iron Man three was the first one after to start yeah. Phase two. Yeah, that's right. So there was a lot of energy that night. Yeah. Um, but then I've been in theaters when I went to go see The Vow. <laughs> wait, is that Tatum? Tatum and Rachel <laughs> McAdams, where she loses her memory. Oh, and she has to fall in love with him again. That I've never movie seen it. Made I, me. I've heard of it. Mad. I was struggling. <laughs> I've only walked out of one movie, and that one wasn't it. But I was. Wanting to so bad. Well, what was, was the movie that you walked out out on? I walked out of Hangover Three. I have not seen the second or third. Have you ever walked out of a movie, Harrison? Uh, no. Me and my mom almost walked out of. Uh, we went and saw uh, Ten Thousand BC. Oh man, Ooh. terrible yeah. film. We, we we me and my mom were the only one. I don't know why we went and saw that film because <laughs> neither of us wanted to see it. I think it was either that or, or Horton. Here's a who. We should have gone with Horton. We should have gone to see Horton. I know. Man. I don't. I think because you know, I was I I was at the age where I was like, Psh, I'm not gonna go see an animated movie. That's for kiddies. Yeah. I want to go see a movie about you know saber tooth. And <laughs> I and the the reason we almost left is not only because it was insanely boring, but because of the the two the only other two people in the theater sat right in front of us and were just like on their phone oh, and like dude. texting and stuff. Can't stand that. Yeah. You know, like I've been in some boring movies, but I stuck it out. I went yeah. to see the New World. That's two and a half hours. Oh, uh, yeah. You got to see that in theaters? Yeah, now? I saw oh, it in theaters. Man. Oh, my. You're a lucky man. I actually, yes, and I see, really I have an appreciation for it now. Yeah. Back then, I was young. I was like, this is kind of boring. I, I probably would have thought the same thing. Um, but then, like, um, Hangover, we were at the beach. Mm-hmm. So we were trying to see something fun. We had two options. We had Hangover 3 or Fast and Furious 6. Oh, wow. <laughs> so not very good <laughs> no, options. No, no. And I was all about seeing Fast and Furious 6. Uh-huh. And my friends were like, they outvoted me. Yeah. So within the first 10 minutes of Hangover 3, I was like, okay, I, I think I'll get through this. Yeah. And I admired Hangover 3 for being different. It was Had you totally seen the other two previously? Yes. Or? Oh, okay. I liked the first one the first time I saw it. Yeah. After that, not so much. Yeah. Hangover 2, I didn't really like. Uh, Hangover 3 was totally different. Uh-huh. So I admired that, but it just, 
it was I thought it was awful. And I, it got to the last twenty minutes. I was like, I'm going to the arcade. I can't do this anymore. That's awesome. Um and I've been through some bad ones, um, you know, like the vow or I, I hated Fault in Our Stars. I struggled. I haven't seen that. I've I, heard either I've I've read that a lot of people are like, actually it was like really good. And then I've heard people that were like I that was it. just crap. That was It has an actor I, I can't stand I, in it. So is it Ansel Elgort. Ansel Elgort. Him and I cannot stand Timothy Chalamet. Oh, dude, you got a buddy in Harrison. Hey, but <laughs> shout out to either one of them. We'd love to work with you. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> hey. <laughs> yeah. Hey. <laughs> you know, but I can't. I can't do it. I just can't. I see his face, and I can't. And now he's going to be in Dune as the lead role, and I'm just like, mm, oh, that's no. right, dude. Everyone's mm. in that movie. Yeah, everybody. everyone. Yeah. Like I thought I would get a call. I was like, mm, wouldn't no. that be nice? Vinny <laughs> <laughs> Villeneuve. So Vinny, I've had. Yeah. You know, I, I try to get. When I go to see a movie in theaters, which I think is where they should be seen. Oh, yeah. I totally agree when Nolan talks about that. Yeah, for I, sure. I think things are made to be cinematically shown. Yeah. And um, I've had a lot of good experiences, and the bad ones I've had. I've had some bad movies that were fun. The last yeah. Die Hard movie was atrocious. Oh, yeah. But I had so much fun yeah. in that movie. Um, but I've seen some bad ones. I went and saw um, Vampire Suck. On a date. Oh, uh, I know, I know what yeah. that is. I watched that with. It's like a parody. Yeah. Like oh my god. And then yeah. I seen all the Twilights oh, in gosh. theaters. I saw. Um, you know, I like this director because his name's Neil Blomkamp. He did District Nine, District which Nine, is yeah. one of my favorite movies ever. Mm-hmm. And he did Elysium, which I liked. But then he came out with Chappie. Yeah. Which was about an artificial intelligence robot learning. Mm-hmm. And the first half of it where it's literally learning, I enjoyed. Yeah. When it turns into something else, I was like, I tried to find reasons to make myself like it. Yeah. And a few days later, I was like, that really wasn't good. Mm-hmm. So, but I've been lucky. Most of my experiences in the theater have been good ones. Yeah. Uh, and I give a lot of films benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not a harsh, harsh critic. I like a lot of stuff. Like I think Con Air is amazing, dude. I'm gonna, so <laughs> I really like Con Air too, honestly. You know, put I, I find down the bunny, put the bunny back in the box. Yeah, yeah. So I find some bad movies really enjoyable, and uh-huh. then you know I like stuff that other people don't like sometimes, mm-hmm. or I like it more than others. Yeah, and so it just depends. What I really enjoy the most is when experience really um, touches me or yeah. hits me. Um, it's like you almost forget that you're like in the theater watching a movie. Right. I had that experience. We did La La Land last week. I had that experience with La La Land. And then another one I mentioned last week was Blade Runner 2049. Yeah. Did you have that? Did you Have you seen that? Did you yeah, see that I saw theater? that in theaters. Um, I saw it in the theater here in Huntsville with oh, the, the laid back recliners. Yeah. Oh, oh mm-hmm. I know what you're talking about. I yeah. can't think of the name though. I know what you're talking about. I saw that. Really comfy. Um, I didn't realize. The only thing I'll say is I didn't realize the movie would be that long. Oh yeah, it's. But I enjoyed every minute of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But La La Land. What's funny about that? Okay. So (laughs) I had just gotten out of a relationship. Oh no. That wasn't good. Yeah. So it was the day after Christmas. I said I'm gonna go to the movies. Well, they weren't showing La La Land, and and you know La La Land was being hyped up as this huge. Everyone loves it, and I was like, it can't be. Yeah. So I'm gonna go see it. Yeah. And I remember I went, it was the day after Christmas, it was packed. I went to see it here. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one that Jones you, Valley? I, it was the 18 theater. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it Regal? Uh, it changes it like is? every single year. But I went to go see it. <laughs> yeah. I went to go see it, and 
it was nothing but couples and women. Yep. And I sat on the third row by myself. So you see movies by yourself too. I do, yeah. As do Harrison and I. I've had countless conversations with people, sorry to interrupt, where they say, why would you do that? And I'm just like, you know, know, enjoy yourself. I have more aggravating experiences with other people because I have this thing of a, because I'm a filmmaker, I have a respect factor for it. So sitting through the credits, Mm -hmm. um, not talking during the movie, not being on the phone, even during previews. And when people are sitting there beside me, I don't care if their brightness is all the way down, that bothers me. Oh, yeah. It takes me out of it. I'm Mm -hmm. there for an experience. No, whatever that experience is, and even if they're, if even if it's my best friend, it bothers me. Yeah. And uh, what really bothers me is if I'm on a, which it hasn't been a long time, but when I'm on a date, it's a red flag. <laughs> yeah, it really <laughs> bothers me. I just want to say, hey, come on now. But they may be like, uh, it's just a movie, and I'm like, ooh, <gasps> <laughs> oh, yeah. So it it's um that when I went to see La La Land, mm-hmm. I didn't really know what to expect. Yeah. I wasn't expecting to like it. Uh-huh. And I sat there on the third row with my bucket of popcorn. And when the first... And I I thought if I did like it, it would be because of jazz. I'm a big jazz oh, fan. Oh, really? Okay. And I love old school Hollywood. Uh-huh. So you mix those two. And he had done... Uh, Damien Chazelle had done Whiplash, mm-hmm. which I love. So I was like, okay. It may have some good things. <laughs> uh, don't really like Emma Stone. Yeah. I love Gosling. So I was like, that's a 50-50. I don't know. <laughs> so I was sitting there. And when they finished uh, Another Day of Sun... Uh-huh. I was smiling like a schoolgirl. Oh, really? That's all. And the rest of the movie, I was just done for. Yeah. Um, And then by the time I got to the ending, I was so heartbroken. Yeah. But I was like, that's the best thing they could have done. Oh, yeah. And um, when I left, I had gone through some tough times because of the breakup Mm -hmm. and through some other things, and it kind of revitalized. That's awesome. My want to continue uh, creating yeah, and so sometimes when I get into a, a down mood of like, is this worth it? You know, you're putting in so much time and uh-huh. you're getting nothing back. Yeah, you go. I, I may pop in La La Land and just say, "Dude, you know this motivates me." Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. That's awesome. I think uh, just films are so incredible that you can just, and that's why, I, as you can see right here, I I have to have the physical copies. I yeah. don't know if you're the same way, but just to pop them in, like you're saying, and just even. Harrison does this a lot. He'll just, well, well, I'll go over to his house and we'll just pop in scenes and just be like, watch yeah. it, look at this. It makes me so happy. And look at this, look at this, look at this. Or look how terrible this is. Or look how, uh, I just think movies are just, ah, just incredible. Just like pick me up. And that's what struck me as a kid. And see, I lived in the country, uh-huh. grew up not much money, didn't yeah. have a whole lot. Mm-hmm. And um, so it was one of these things of that was my escape. Oh, yeah, for sure. And so I would stay up riding on one of those old, huge computers with the loud keyboards. Yeah. And I would sit there and I would just write. And knowing I probably wasn't going to make these. Do you still have, like, the those original scripts for, like, Terminator 4 and stuff? Still got them. And I have, like, tons of notebooks that I hand-wrote scripts into. Oh, my gosh. In In the screenwriting format, I would write hand-write scripts that I never typed up. Have you seen, did you see, I believe Terminator 4 is Salvation with Bale. Yes. And then. I actually liked that one. I I think I saw that in theaters. That's I did. the one I just always think of. That's the one where he yelled at that, that guy. Yes. <laughs> Have you seen that video that clip? That was bad. Yeah. And that was the one where they ruined the whole movie through a trailer. That's right. Yeah, because it revealed yep. uh, Sam Worthington was a yeah. Terminator. Dude, and, Sam Worthington was a big deal for about a year. 
He what, yeah, because what he did he did actually? he did Terminator Salvation and then he did Clash of the Titans, which a lot of people hated. Yeah. And then he was in Avatar. Yeah. Um which was probably one of the best experiences I've ever had in a theater. I, I remember me and my uh grandfather, he had never seen a movie in three D and he was like, We gotta go see this. Oh, that was the one then took and we watched it in three D and it I just I remember just like turning over and looking at him and his him just being like he had never seen anything like that. Neither and, had I. And the thing is, but it was just so cool to see right, like someone and, of his age just be blown away. Yeah, and people hate on James Cameron, and I understand yeah. why. But dude, he's a genius. He mm. created Terminator. That's um, right. Yeah. Which, no matter what you think of where the series is now, uh-huh. when it first was out, Terminator One and Two especially, yeah, that was special. He did Aliens, mm-hmm. True Lies. Titanic. Oh, True Lies is so good. I always forget about yeah. it. Yeah, he did it with Jamie Lee Curtis and Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's he a good movie. He uh, did The Abyss, which uh-huh. revolutionized technology to where he could do T2's technology. Yeah. He's always revolutionizing, and people uh-huh. can hate on Avatar because it's a basic story premise. That's mm-hmm. fine. You tell me when you're in 2009 mm-hmm. and you're watching that film, you can't tell me that doesn't revolutionize the film industry. And yeah. I sat there, and I remember watching the Oscars that year uh-huh. because that year was... Avatar, Hurt Locker, Crazy Heart. That's right, yeah. It had Inglorious Bastards, had mm-hmm. Precious. Oh, yeah, Precious. Toy uh, Story 3. <laughs> yeah, Toy Story yeah. 3 was out. Yeah. So everyone was thinking Avatar's going to win. Uh, District 9 was there, too. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Uh, and I really wanted uh, Avatar to win because it revolutionized the film industry, and it didn't. Hurt, yeah. Hurt Locker won. Yeah, Hurt, Hurt Locker won for Catherine Bigelow, yes. won for director, and then uh, for Best Picture. And I really still don't agree with that. Yeah. Uh, and I understand the, uh, the opposing view. Yeah, for sure. Um, but Avatar revolutionized filmmaking, and I think that's what awards should represent. Yeah. If, if a performance is revolutionary, if a screenplay is revolutionary, effects, score... The film itself, I think that's what deserves it. If you, I, in my opinion, and if you look at the Academy, they are always late on a lot of things. Like the fact that Alfred Hitchcock never won Best Director. Yeah. It's just like, wait, dude. What? Really? Before Gary Oldman won a few years ago, he had only oh, been nominated right. once, and that was in 2011. Gary Oldman, for, with, Tinker Taylor. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With and then, yeah. and then he won for Darkest Hour. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting here going. You've got people like uh, Jean Dujardin, who no one heard of, who came in and won Best Actor at the mm-hmm. Oscars for the artist, the first try. Yeah. And then you've got Gary Oldman, who's been doing great work for years, isn't even nominated. Same mm-hmm. with Redford. Redford's yeah. only been nominated for an acting Oscar once. And uh, that was the yeah, sting. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And, and I'm sitting here going, some of these people, like Meryl Streep, are nominated every year. Yeah. And guys like Redford and Gary Oldman and, and uh, people like that, aren't getting their due diligence, mm-hmm. and that's where my problems come in. But yeah. most of the time, I agree with a lot of decisions. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, the biggest ones I didn't agree with were uh, Avatar losing. Mm-hmm. I did not agree with uh, La La Land losing to Moonlight. Yeah. I like Moonlight. Mm-hmm. I thought La La Land revolutionized things. Oh, man, yeah. And then I... Technically, d- they won for f- five seconds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I say they won, and then also Moonlight won a little yeah. bit later. <laughs> but the the one, like, I don't even get upset that Green Book won. 
Yeah. I liked Green Book. <laughs> so I loved Green Book, you know, too. I, so. I, I, I didn't get upset. I didn't care for Roma. That's my whole thing. I yeah. thought it was fine. Mm-hmm. It didn't touch like Parasite, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. And so, but the other one that made me mad, and I think I've told Harrison this, uh-huh. was I can't stand Eddie Redmayne. And so oh, when he yeah. won over for, Michael Keaton, that made yeah. me mad. Yes. Um, I thought I, Michael Keaton really deserved that. I think there's even in the, is it that one? Because uh, Michael Keaton had won the Golden Globe. Yeah, you see I him think, take out his speech. Right. You see him for the Oscars. You see him about to take it out. And and then Eddie, May, Eddie, Eddie whatever's Eddie Redmayne mm-hmm. won. What, uh, the Theory of Everything. Mm-hmm. Actually, actually, that was it. such I've an Oscar movie. I've seen it. Yeah. It's like down there because it was like 20, it was legit 25 cents. Yeah. And I was like, eh, I'll watch it eventually. That's what it's worth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, but you know that was a rough year at the Oscars for me because also Sylvester Stallone should have won that year for Creed, and they gave it to Mark Rylance. Yeah. And then it's like if you're not going to give it to Sylvester, give it to Tom Hardy in The Revenant. Oh yeah, and yeah. you know um, I believe that was the same year. Uh, no, wait. that was that was the next the year. Next that year? was my apologies because Revenant came out a year after Birdman. So 2013 was Birdman because Boyhood came out that year. Whiplash. Oh. Okay, and, yeah. And it was also Wes Anderson, Grand Budapest, right? Grand Budapest. Dude. Oh yeah, that racked up I think any year. one of those could win, yeah. and I'd be fine. And Birdman ended up winning. Yeah, yes. yeah. Because uh, uh, Alejandro also won for Best He won director. two years in a row. That's right. right, yeah. For that and then The Revenant the next year. Yeah. And Lebeski won two years in a row. Oh, man. He's, yeah. he's, so. he's good. He, you know what? I think his best movie is Tree of Life. And that's a beautiful he, film, he didn't even win. no matter what people think of it thematically. Yeah. That's a, Beautiful film. Oh, absolutely. All of Terrence Malick's stuff is beautiful. It's just yeah. some of it is incoherent. Yeah, for sure. I can see why people think that. I think his it, you like you need to watch it a couple, just each film a couple times, and just p- kind of be o- really open to kind of letting it just like wash over you. Well, almost. so many people use film as a background tool, like mm. background noise, something to have on. Yeah, because they we live in a society where people don't really want silence anymore. Oh, dude. And yeah, so, yeah. you know, if I'm going to put something on just for background noise, I'm going to put something on YouTube where I'm going to put maybe Family Guy or something because mm-hmm. I've seen it so much. Yeah. I'm not going to... If I'm putting on a movie, I'm going to watch it. Yeah, I have to that's, do the same thing. That's my thing. And if I find myself mentally in a state where I can't fully pay attention, I don't watch it because yeah. I find it... Because I do it... It's a respect factor for me. Absolutely, yeah. And so, um, you know, like I get through spells when I work nights, so mm-hmm. I'll be there and I'll get through a spell where I can watch, like I watch The Sopranos in a week and a half. Oh, wow. Just bam, 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 episode wow. after episode. I got, and was I fully zoned it. in. No spoils. <laughs> um, but then after that, I'll go for a month and can't focus enough to watch a full film. Yeah, but then I'll go through, like, this week I watched a few, and it's just, uh, sometimes you'll be sitting there and you'll be like, I'm feeling this movie right now. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I'll go pop in, like, Mission Impossible Cause or something. So Harrison and I, we like to exchange each other films a lot of the times, and so Harrison will, yeah, he he gave me those. This week, he, I watched Edward Scissorhands. I rewatched it, and then I'd never seen Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. I still, I haven't seen either one. But, um, oh, you should you should definitely check both of them out. Edward Scissorhands is like a great film. That's what Fear I've been Las, told. Fear and, yeah. and Loathing in Las Vegas is like the really first. I thought the first hour was actually really good, and then the second, like it was like, oh my gosh, it's an acid genius. trip, right? Apparently, yeah, yeah, essentially, yeah, is what I'm going to say. And, but like this, uh, it just com- becomes muddled, and yeah, it's right. almost like the first hour is kind of like f- funny, 
Right. And, like, you're kind of going with them. And then you're just like, I just don't like either of it them. It makes you uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Wait, it's, it's the intent, but it's, like, which I admire. It's like, yeah, I don't care about these characters. Because like, I really do like, like Terry Gilliam. Like, he's, yeah. like, a crazy, he's in his own, like, like genius. Well, came from Monty Python. He's got to be somewhat oh, insane. <laughs> that's my favorite comedy I of love Monty Python. Easily. Uh, the Holy Grail. Yeah. Um, uh, but what was I saying? Yeah, so Harrison will like give me these movies to watch, and I'll give him these movies to watch, and then I'll be like looking at that, and I'm like, man, I really want to watch like you know Memento or like Whiplash or anything mm-hmm. else but this, and I'm just like, if I watch this with that mind, like I'm doing it a disservice, so I got to put that down and then watch all these other ones I got to yeah. get out of my system. Yeah, so I totally it's agree a, with that. It, it, it's a total respect factor, and not yeah. everyone's gonna have that. So I tend to watch a lot on my own. Uh huh. Um, that's why when I go to things where my stuff is showing, I'm a little uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. Not that I'm nervous that my own stuff is being shown. It's mm-hmm. like, I don't know if everyone here is going to have the full respect that I would like, that I would yes. that I would give. Yeah. And that, that sounds maybe, I don't know, that may sound off, I don't know, but it's just like, if you're there and you're at a screening, mm-hmm. that's what you're there to do. Yeah. To and if you're movie. not going to fully pay attention, that bothers me. Yeah, for sure. No, I totally get that. I think what you mentioned, how everybody needs like background noise, like whenever, and I've seen this through like different people I know where they'll be like, let's put on it. Let's watch a movie. Then they'll, you know, take forever to pick one out, watch it and then go, they pull out their phones and just like look Ooh. down and they're like, look up, <laughs> look down. And I'm just like, I thought we were watching a movie. Yeah, that <laughs> bothers me. Yeah, I just like, I just, they made art. Like, just yeah. like appreciate it for just like, you know, I just watch a bunch of scenes. Yeah, Harrison just. Like I'll, if I if I get into that mood, I'll pull up YouTube and just say I want to see that. scene. I go on like movie uh, clips. Yeah, um, terrible. Yeah, I, I mean, if, I, yeah. If I get motivated as an actor, mm-hmm. which is what I like to do more than anything, I would I'll be like, okay, I'm really feeling that Gregory Peck to kill a mockingbird courtroom yeah. uh, scene. So yeah. I'll pull it up and I'll watch it and I'm good. Or I'll say, okay, I'm really feeling. Uh, counselor, where are you from Cape Fear? Uh-huh. I'm really feeling oh, that, man, yeah. and uh, I'll just go through. Do you which one do you like, Scorsese's or the original? Scorsese's. Scorsese's. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Who directed the original? Uh, I don't remember, but it had oh Gregory Peck. I have it. Right I know you had Bernard Herrmann did the uh, score, but it was it's essentially a heck. J. Lee Thompson. Oh yeah, dude, you're right, J. Lee Thompson. <laughs> I, 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 I gotta don't. go with Mitchum. I gotta go with the Mitchum. Yeah, he's version. fantastic. I like that, that version. I just really love De Niro's performance, I think. Oh, dude, he's incredible in pretty much everything he does. Um, but His all best of that, role, I think we could all agree, is Meet the Fockers. I was going to say oh, Dirty man. Grandpa. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, that or Little dirty Fockers. Grandpa. Yeah, that or Little um, nothing, nothing for Dirty Grandpa. Dirty Grandpa, oh, yeah, with him and Efron, yeah. They ch- now, that's a revolution. They changed filmmaking. <laughs> Let's talk about that for Man, a second. Better the well, uh, the internship. I gotta say, oh, with the Hathaway. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's one of. I mean, he's one of the best. And yeah, it's just interesting how that guy can go from doing like Deer Hunter to, you know, I, these other movies. I read um, Michael. I read this Michael his uh, his biography, and he said uh, people were asking him why he did like Jaws three or four. Oh, yeah. He said, oh, I'm not going to watch it, but uh, it paid for my uh, house. Yeah, <laughs> well, like, yeah, you just got to do that stuff sometimes. You know, I feel the same way with Coppola. Because he did all these masterpiece films, mm-hmm. and then he started doing Jeepers Creepers. 
I didn't wait. He directed that. He did the se- some sequels to Jeepers really? Creepers. Yeah. Oh wow! I've been. I saw that he's been doing. He's been getting ready to do like this futuristic film that's kind of like a combination with Metropolis with like Blade Runner with. I think Jude Law is really. Like I hope he does something. It's been a while. Let me check. It's been a long time. It's been time. a long it's been time. A while. What did he do? He did that with uh, the what's his face, the Han Solo actor. What's his name? Oh, he I did that Alden movie. Alden Her- Herkreg yeah, or Aiden something? Aiden Erlenreich. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. He yeah, did that movie with him. Um, Wait, what um, movie did he do with him? Solo? Tetro? <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm, I know I'm pulling him up Caesar. right now. No. Hell Caesar was Cohen's. It's like T-E-T-R-O, however you say Let's that. Let's see. Oh, so the one I'm talking about is Megaopolis. Jude Law. Hey, I was Is that still at? like in production um, or like in pre-production or it, development? Let's see. It says... It's just been announced. It says production status announced. So and that's Coppola. Yeah. Francis, wow. Yeah. Good so, feel like that's been a long time coming, unfortunately. I hope it happens. Yeah, I do too. But that, that all-around aspect of the respect for everything mm. and just being transported, I guess that's kind of what got me into it when I was younger. That's awesome. And what was weird is I never saw myself as an actor. Okay. But I would be in my stuff. Because mm-hmm. it just felt natural to yeah, me. Yeah, because you got it. Plus, saved money, right? Right. <laughs> and so, as I got older, my writing diminished, and I mm-hmm. became more of a jock type of personality. Okay. And I was baseball 24-7. Really? Yeah, I was a pitcher, and that's all I did all year. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, and I was going to go to college. After junior year, I hurt my arm. Yikes. And I came back, did senior year, hurt it again. Uh, and then it was kind of like a burnout factor, and I had yeah. nothing. I was mm-hmm. like, I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And I had different ideas, but none of them really clicked for me. What, what, like when you're looking for all these other options in that moment, were you in the back of your mind? Were you thinking filmmaking is not an option just because of the location I live in, or partially? It's a thing where um, my friends joke with me on this, mm-hmm. but my whole life. They'll joke and say, you act like your life's a movie. Um, I do look at things in more of a cinematic light. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, I do believe in dreams. Mm -hmm. I believe in hope. Mm -hmm. And I've had a dream. I had a literal dream when I was a kid. And I've seen it clearly in my head since I was a kid. Yeah. Of my name in lights one day. Mm -hmm. And that sounds ego-driven. No, no, I totally understand. But that has been in my head this whole time. And even when I was doing sports... I still thought about it, but I thought, I'm not going to make it in that. Yeah. You know, especially where I'm at and what I'm trying to do. Um, I remember we didn't have drama, but one year, I think, of my high school. Oh, really? And okay. I, we had a, it was, they did Sleepy Hollow for the school. I hated it. <laughs> the Doing the theater aspect Yeah, of I was that? like, that's stupid. Were you an actor in it? No. <laughs> I was like, that's stupid. You started your own like, newspaper critic. <laughs> just like. I was sitting there, and I, I was like, I don't want to watch this. This is garbage. That's what I thought. And I, and then, you know, I've done tons of shows now, so yeah, it's weird. I, I kind of had the same experience. I remember seeing in the seventh seventh or eighth grade, we went to, I guess we went to Huntsville High. Is that, Are they the big theater ones, or is it Grissom? Lee. Hollywood Huntsville was a big one. Are you talking about no, high like school? No, like a high school. Oh, What's the high school that's I don't like know. huge? One of these I feel is, like it's Lee, is it maybe Lee? We went to Lee. Uh, I was at the time I was in uh, public school at Buckhorn, and we went and watched. They did uh, the Wiz, mm. and I remember sitting there and being like, kind of like you, like this is not good. 
Yeah. Like, I don't want to do stuff like this. Mm-hmm. And, like, no offense to, like, any of those sure. actors or anything. Because, sure. I mean, they've never had... It was just our mindsets back then. Yeah, exactly, yeah. I, I, I saw three shows before I really started acting on stage. Mm-hmm. One of them was Sleepy Hollow when I was a freshman. Mm-hmm. Another one was in middle school. We went to Florence, which was the big acting school where I'm at, to see um, an Alice in Wonderland play. Oh, and when cool. it wasn't like the Disney movie, I immediately checked out. Was it more, or is it like the? Oh, the novel's pretty similar to the animated it's, film. It was or? different. Oh, I don't, okay. I don't know what script they used, but I just hated it. And I remember our teacher was like, "Yeah, that was pretty rough." <laughs> and then, uh, and then after I graduated, I went to go see Hairspray. Okay. And I remember getting asked to go. And it was a last-minute thing. I was going because I was going to see a female who I was kind of interested in. And I thought, oh, we're just going to someone's house to watch the movie. <laughs> oh, the John Travolta one? And we oh. showed up to this big theater, and I look like a hot mess. Oh, yeah. I look awful. And uh, we get in there, and we're sitting on the upper deck, and I just hated it. Where was that? It was in Florence at the oh, Shoals okay. Theater. It was packed. For years, wow. that was the highest-selling show. It broke the ticket sales for, like, uh, five years before another show did. And I remember being there, and it was packed out, and we were on the upper deck, and I just was miserable. <laughs> and do you have any experiences like this, Harrison, where you had to uh, watch some, like, early high school, middle school theater? I still do. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, well, I'm going to be perfectly honest here. I really did. I love reading plays and I love doing scenes from plays, mm-hmm. but there's nothing I would rather do. Nothing I would I would do anything more than have to go watch any sort of theatrical production at yeah. all. Hey, I get that. <laughs> I, I have yeah. a hard time watching shows. I like being in them on stage. Okay, mm-hmm. I have a hard time watching them. Do you like reading a lot of plays too? I have a ton of plays. Yeah, who's your who's your guy, main guy, or oh, author that you, that you um, just go to? Williams, Miller. I don't really like a lot of the classic works. Really? Yeah, I I like modern day style of writing. Okay. So um, there's a play called Blackbird that Uh they actually made a movie of called Una with uh, Ben Mendelsohn and Rooney Mara. Mara, The play is haunting. Jeff Daniels did it twice on Broadway. Oh, yeah, he's great. Uh, And one time he did it with Michelle Williams. Really? The other time was with Allison Peele. Uh, I love that play. I love John Patrick Stanley. Who okay. did Doubt. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen that. Yeah. I haven't uh, seen the film. That's probably my favorite play I've read. Do you like Sam Shepard? I feel like you would really I like haven't Sam read Shepherd. any Sam oh, Shepard plays, dude, actually. I think <laughs> I think knowing you, you would love Sam Shepard. And, and all the other stuff you like. You, yeah, other people have told me that. I just, I don't know. I just haven't. Do you like David Lynch as a director? <laughs> I do. <laughs> I do and I don't. Let's he, put it that okay, way. Okay, then Sam Shepard is like David Lynch if he were a playwright. Because it just... It's yeah, he does some weird stuff. It's re- is like it very art house, um, art house for stage, I guess. I'm trying to think. Okay, it's just very. Let me describe to you this one play. I just was like, when I was in Texas um, last year, I was like, I had the like a big collection of his plays, just all in one book. And I was like, I'm just gonna read them all. I read like True West, uh, Buried Alive. He wrote Buried True Child. West? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Buried Child. Sorry. Yeah, and yeah, what's yeah. the other Curse of the Starving Curse Class? Curse of the Starving Class, which is really good. And then, have you read like the Rock and Lock, Roll Sci Fi no, no, Opera? I know what that one is. Yeah. So I just weird. I briefly read a little bit of that. I, was I like, what is this? When I start something, I have to finish it. Right. And that's something I actually was like, I don't know if I can finish this, but I I muscled my way through. And it's definitely yeah. not for me. I'm sure a lot of people enjoy <laughs> it, but it's like. 
they have guitars and like no i know what you're talking about yeah yeah, I can't and remember the name like of it. It's like set in the future, and it's just like, yeah. but he like has made up his own slang for these characters in the future. Yeah, it's you hard to read. read it. too. It's a, it's really hard to read. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that's interesting. You <laughs> should just read it just to read it. But um, sure, sampling. <laughs> sure, sampling. <laughs> You've no, really pitched yeah, it, it to me. <laughs> yeah, actually, let someone borrow that uh, that collection of plays. I haven't gotten it back. Oh really? Oh, it's been like a month. I just, I'm like, I want it. I back. don't let anybody borrow my stuff like that. I, I think I'm gonna have to stop. Not with Harrison. No, we we're because we we we're. Pretty Man, I don't good. trust Harrison at all. <laughs> yeah, okay. that's also true. Well, <laughs> he's a sneaky I'm, little devil. I'm gonna be honest. I mean, Sam, I will say just Sampley has let me borrow his <laughs> his movies, and they've sat on my shelf for uh, periods yeah. of time. Harrison, Man. Harrison won't watch him. I I he held a copy of um, <laughs> The Wrestler for a year. I just won't watch it. I said, Harrison, dude, just watch uh, it. It's a great movie. Dude. Oh, you 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 love you love that's, it. Personally. That's the best performance I've ever seen in a film, ever. Oh, and kind of what we were talking about before with like the whole Oscar robs, like yeah, that made me that was ridiculous. Because it's funny. Come on, yeah. If anybody else should have gotten it beside him, it should have been Langella. You know, you know when the guy who wins it goes up there and says, because I think he even says, "Oh, Mickey," like I thought that was yours. It should have been. Yeah, I love I love stuff like that. That happens with films that should have won too, like Crash winning over Brokeback Mountain. Uh, I I actually I haven't I haven't seen Crash. Uh, Crash is wait, who's the star of that? Matt Dillon's Matt in Dillon, it. Tanny Newton's right. in it. Yeah. Um, but it's you know that happens sometimes. A lot of yeah. people thought that with Green Book. A lot of people thought Roma. Deserved yeah, yeah, it, that's you know? for sure. Yeah. Oh, what were your thoughts on uh, last year's? Because uh, it was Parasite, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. 1917. 1917. Joker. Joker. And then, um, what was the other one? Little Women. Oh, Marriage Story. Marriage Story, and Little was Women. Was Little Women on there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and Ford versus Ferrari. Yeah. yeah. I think we all. And well, Parasite. I'm getting sick of how the award shows are. Yeah. yeah. I think it's a respect factor. You're there to cele- celebrate that year in that art form. Mm-hmm. And for you to get up there and be political. Yes, you have that right. Yeah. That bothers me. I would go up and thank the people that helped me and everything like that. I'm not trying to... I'm there to have fun, first yeah. off, and to celebrate the art. Yeah. I always feel bad when, like, an actor wins and they don't mention, like, their agent mm-hmm. or, like, ca- or the casting director. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, man, come on. Give him some credit. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, you know, I just... I don't like everything becoming so political. It doesn't have to be. Yeah, yeah. That's my whole thing. We're there to celebrate an art form. Yeah, and for it's sure. gotten hard to watch. What was uh, your favorite film last year? Was it 1917? 1917, hands down. And that shocked me. Yeah. Because, um, so it was weird. I went through a couple spells. So I loved The Irishman when it first came out. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's. Oh, that was nominated yeah. too. Yeah. Hardly won anything. One visual effects. I don't. No, 1917 won visual effects. I don't know if Irishman won. I don't think it won a single award. Man, it was probably um, so long. I'm gonna be honest. I bet a lot of people did not even watch it. it See, that's ridiculous. That movie flew by for me, Mm -hmm. and I would have watched three more hours. I actually, I I was was like, I'm gonna have to break this up, but I ended up watching one sitting because I was like, I have to finish. It's a masterclass. Yeah, for sure. You'll never see those actors with that director again. Oh, that's sad. Don't say that. (laughs) Uh, And it was just De Niro didn't even get nominated. No, I thought De Niro should have been, but Pacino did. 
Pacino and Pesci, yeah, that's I right. really am glad Pesci did. Pesci How did, how did De Niro not get nominated for that? I think that's some of his... Like, this Him one, and Sandler, man. Sandler five. is the one that really bothered me. I thought... I, he should have got nominated. Because when I saw his performance in theaters, I went and saw that by myself, and I was like, oh, I was like, my word, Adam Sandler's yeah. going to win an Oscar. And then he didn't even get nominated. Which uh, he won the Independent Spirit Award, yeah, and his yeah, speech was right. amazing. Oh, I watched it. It's yeah, amazing. it was hilarious. Um, but if you want people to watch, put Adam Sandler nominate him. People are going to watch it. Yeah. The everyman are going to watch it. Because yeah. so many people are tired of watching, as they call the elite Hollywood celebrities, mm-hmm. and their opinions. And it's just like, we'll put more things that are more every man in there. That's why they extended the number of films they could have for Best Picture. Yeah. And, and then, they didn't do it. They did it for Black Panther. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when they first did it, they could have put Harry Potter in there. Oh, yeah. For and they did. Hallows. I yeah. remember a lot of people freaking it, out about I thought that. part two should have been nominated for Best Picture. Yeah. You have films like that, and they don't put them in there, and it's like, what's the point of that? And now they're scaling back down to four or Do five. Do you remember why they started that? Is because The Dark Knight wasn't nominated. Right. The Reader was yeah. nominated, and then Slumdog Millionaire, which ended up winning. I think, was The Visitor nominated with Richard Jenkins? Because he was. Possibly. And then Frost and Nixon. Frost was and nominated. Nixon. So all these movies. Small. That are, yeah. It's just like. You know, Winter's Bone. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but then, you know, for a couple of years, they did okay. They put Up in there one year. They mm-hmm. put Toy Story 3 in there one yeah. year. But still, even when you look at that, you go, well, that's nominated for animated film, too. Yeah. Give me something that is bigger or that is more everyman. Mm-hmm. You know, like I had a problem with Logan not being in there. Yeah, that's a really good movie. I, I, I saw that in theaters with a buddy of mine, and I was like, I'm not really sure. And then it took like maybe a month right. for it to like, it just wouldn't leave my mind. Yeah. Have you ever seen a movie where you're just like, it was okay, and then after a month or two, you just, you're just you still thinking about it? You're just like, oh my God. That's why I'm a moonlight for me, because everyone raved about it, and the first time I saw it, I was like, it's all right. And then it just let, stuck with me. Yeah. Um, but there's some that I've seen and I loved, and I don't get why they didn't get didn't get more. The Lighthouse got one nomination for cinematography. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought Willem Dafoe. Was win. <laughs> when is he gonna win he one? He's so good in um, that. I like I like that Pitt one though. I I enjoyed his performance in that. But uh, I I ah, man, if Dafoe was nominated, I, I think yeah, I'd pull for him to win. I I had a uh, problem with a few years ago. Prisoners not even getting nominated, but for oh, wow. cinematography, yeah. I love that Prisoners. Sicario got nothing. Arrival got some stuff. Yeah, Arrival finally got some suspense. Blade yeah, Runner should have been nominated for Best Picture. Dude, yeah, it should have. I, I I remember actually we were at the Oscar party uh, for Hollywood Huntsville like when it whatever that was going out and everyone was like who's who do you think's gonna win I was like Blade Runner should win they're like that's not even nominated I was like <laughs> what should it win should win yeah, exactly yeah. <laughs> um and so last year I loved when the nominations came out mm. <laughs> because so many critics hated Joker. Yeah. I love Joker. I think it's I've a masterpiece. It I think it's a masterpiece. And I understand oh, I why I understand why people don't. Yeah. I think it is. Uh-huh. Um and I love the idea of either whether it's a comedic actor or a comedic director doing something different. And Todd yeah. Phillips coming from doing the Hangover trilogy and old school yeah. to doing Joker. Kind of like Peter uh, Fairley with Green Book. Right. He does all the... That's like becoming more popular today. Especially yeah. with the actors like Adam Sandler. Steve Carell and Foxcatcher. Yeah. Stuff oh, like he that. he crushed that, actually. I watched yeah. that earlier this year. Oh, he's terrifying in that, actually. And it's just a thing of... You know, I thought Joker was marvelous. Mm-hmm. And at times it was super straightforward. But that's what it needed to be. Yeah. And, you know... Every year, there's always one I find to be overrated, mm-hmm. and then there's a couple I don't watch. I haven't watched Little Women, nor do I care to. <laughs> oh, as bad to, as that though. sounds, I I you love Florence man. Pugh and I love Saoirse Ronan, mm-hmm. but I don't care. 
I just watch don't it, care. Man, because I I don't think I cared going into it, and then I was like. And I can't stand Timothy Chalamet. Oh yeah, then yeah, he's in a, he's in it a lot. No, yeah. maybe you should skip out then. Um, and then you know I um, thought Marriage Story was a little overrated. Yeah, think it's I think Have it's you seen it, Harrison? Yes, I think I it's did. really good, and I love Adam Driver. But I was like, you know what? I've seen this before. Yeah, Blue Valentine. I thought did it better. Oh, oh, dude! That's was what, you know that's I, one of my I like favorite films. Blue Valentine is yeah. like five times better. <laughs> Where is it? Not it's up fan. here somewhere. And I'll say oh, this: right there, yeah. I think Place Beyond the Pines, done by the same director, is better yeah. than Blue Valentine. Uh, how do you say his name? Derek Sanfrance. France. Oh, he's got that new show with yeah, Mark Ruffalo. Which is true that's with Mark Ruffalo. He's playing great. two different characters. Yeah. Ruffalo is and yeah, identical twins. You see some of these directors doing that now too. Nicholas Winding Refn has a show with. Uh, Miles, Miles Teller. Teller. I haven't seen it. Is that good? Have you seen it? I haven't watched it yet, but I plan on it. I plan on it, too. Because I love Drive. Oh, oh dude, mm. I want a jacket like that so yeah. badly. I kind of was like, uh, me and my girlfriend watched it. for the. F- or, I mean, I, I've seen it. I had seen it three times previous, and I was like, you should watch this movie. And at the end of it, she was like, she just like loved yeah. it. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, I'd love that jacket. That was one that got at it like that got no <laughs> love. That got no love at the Oscars. Albert Brooks didn't get nominated. The <sighs> film didn't get nominated. That that just I don't get it sometimes. Yeah, you know, like everyone loved Black Panther. I thought it was fine. I thought Infinity War was better. I have not so, seen like I have not. Cause what you're saying before, like kind of the Marvel movie was getting stale. I think it was like I haven't seen Black Panther, one of the Ant Man's, and then. I know I Captain Marvel, and then I hadn't. There's a bunch I haven't seen. Well, what's the other one that came out before that? Like uh, I can't remember. But uh, yeah, yeah, I totally get that like stale impression. Yeah, um, and you know, I, I was sitting here going when I saw Black Panther nominated. I'm mm-hmm. like, first off, I think Logan's better. Did and that then came out. That did come out in the same. Yeah, year. Wow. and then I'm sitting here going, also, Dark Knight didn't even get nominated for Best Picture. Yeah, and it's. Way better than Black Panther. Yeah. Like, I don't, you know. So it's um, last year when Joker got all those nominations, I loved it because yeah. I knew critics would hate it. And uh, it won uh, for, they did. he obviously won for yeah. Phoenix. It, it and deservedly. Then, and then um, it won score, which was. Yeah, score. Haunting. I was trying to think. Did it win for something else? Did it win for. No, no, no. What, what it was not. Editing? It had the most nominations. What won for editing? Do you remember? Editing was 1917. It was? Yeah. Wait, really? Because they made those takes. <laughs> they made those long takes combined. I guess so. See, I thought, that I thought editor Irishman. Was like, yes, I've got like five edits this movie. I thought Irish, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I thought Irishman was going to win editing because of all too. the stuff they did. <laughs> yeah, or even Parasite. Parasite. Is Parasite won the four big ones. Yeah. You know, it won international. It I won actually, director, screenplay, and picture. I so. actually went to see I was in New Orleans at the time, and I went and saw it by myself. Cause I had a late call time that day, and like I was kind of going in there like, it's already it's one best picture. It has to be pretty good, but at the same time I'm a little hesitant because whenever everyone's like it's made because I don't want to go in there with high expectations and then it just be like eh. I was like I was like man, this is actually a really amazing film. The only problem I have with it, I'll say, and I'm not gonna spoil it, is like the last like two to three minutes I did not like, but everything else before sure. then is just like. Wow, you gotta watch it, man. Yeah. It's great. Jojo Rabbit was the other. Oh one. yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I surprisingly liked. I yeah, I, I thought I thought I the would... kid in that was phenomenal. Oh, he! I thought he yeah. might uh, get a nomination because yeah. he him and the girl. It. Yeah. Um, oh, we need to talk about Waves too. Waves should. Oh my god. Waves got nothing. Which People should've... thought it would get cinematography. It could have gotten best supporting actor with Kelvin Harrison Jr. 
Or yeah. um um dude Sterling from, K Brown. Yeah. yeah. I thought dude I, or even the girl. She's yeah, uh, yeah. Emma. Uh, what no wait, uh, what's her name? Oh yeah. I had it right over here. A24 does no wrong in my opinion. They're my favorite studio. What's her name? Taylor Russell. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um that was a great movie. I can't uh, believe that didn't get any. any me and my though. girlfriend actually, just, Aaron, we watched it um, last week, and she was blown away. She was like, "I've never yeah. seen a film like that." Yeah. I was like, yeah. "It's beautiful, isn't it?" It's really. Well, amazing. I was actually wrong twice at the Oscars last year because when they first came out on nominations, I said, "Once upon a time in Hollywood's going to get this," because Tarantino, this may be one of his last big movies. Yeah, and it's a love letter to Hollywood. It's about time he wins something, right? And then when that didn't happen, I saw 1917, which was my favorite film, surprisingly, yeah. get all this love. I was like, okay, it's going to get it. And then I also thought Klaus was going to win nom- uh, animated. I haven't seen it. Oh, is that the, on Netflix? Yeah. Okay, Klaus. Oh, four, Toy, Toy Story 4 yeah. ended up winning. Klaus blew me away. Really? I got to yeah. check it out then. Yeah. What were your top three last year? 1917 was one. Okay. Joker was two. Klaus was three. Oh wow! Um, yeah, really check it out. And then I probably have to put in there Irishman mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know. That's a tough one. Start, what about you, Harrison? <laughs> Little Women was my favorite movie of the year. Funny enough, I don't know why. That's awesome. Such a sucker for that movie. Uh, but Waves, big fan of Waves. Mm-hmm. Big fan of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Um, didn't. Endgame come out. It I did. really enjoyed it that. Uh, not a huge Marvel yeah, exactly. fan, I w- uh, but I really enjoyed w- the experience of it. I remember because I saw it before you, and I was like, "Dude, actually, like, it's just a fun movie. Like, mm-hmm. don't go yeah. in and try to nitpick. Just like, yeah. just watch some awesome I, action." I will say, I really, 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 really wanted to like Lighthouse like crazy, mm-hmm. and I just thought it was okay. Oh, <laughs> okay. But uh, you know what movie that uh, we would feel the same about that is Ad Astra. Oh, see, I haven't gosh. seen that one yet, but I love me some Brad. That, so, we did, yeah, we did so too, badly to we want that, to like that like, movie. This is gonna be really good, and like and then it was we knew it was gonna be a slow burn, and we're, I'm a, we're both okay with slow burns, but it was, it was like not. It, it was almost. I, I hate to say this, but it was. I don't. I'm, I don't know. Maybe I need to see it again. It was, but it almost was kind of like it tried. into it, it yeah. into itself a little bit. Yeah, too much. it got like two. Not it got two sound nominations. The uh, cinematography. Was was oh, the cinematography. Amazing. Hoyt von Hoyt von. How do you say his name? Hoyt Didn't he do Dunkirk? Dunkirk? He did Dunkirk. Yeah, yeah. Her. Really? Yeah. yeah. Great, great cinematography. Yeah. Brad Pitt is fantastic. He's really good. He's well, in they, his peak. I mean. The director had such a tough time with Brad Pitt trying to figure out his process. Uh-huh. He called David Fincher and said he's so subtle. What do I need to do? Yeah. That's awesome. He's, so, yeah, I mean. You know, even though Brad won last year, which I'm glad, uh-huh. I thought he wasn't the best out of that category. That I was thought Tom Hanks was great. Crazy category. Oh, uh, yeah, that was stacked. You know, I thought Pacino and Pesci both, <sighs> you know. Um, Just give them all the trophies. Yeah. They gave it to Brad. They gave it to Brad because it was his time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when Leo won for The Revenant. Was that his best performance? No, no, no. No, but it was his time. Yeah. Joaquin, I think this may be his best, even though him and The Master was. Oh, I think. I would side with The Master for his best performance. um, It was his time. Yeah, for sure. You know, before long, it'll be Michael Fassbender's time. And my time. Yeah. Right, guys? <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> the next one I'm waiting on is Willem Dafoe. That's what I'm waiting oh, on next. Oh, yeah. Hopefully. That's the next hopefully. one. So, hopefully, that happens. And if they don't, it's just like, uh, like who cares? Because yeah. yeah. Kubrick didn't win one. I don't. Right. 
I, I think in one I really enjoy watching them, but I don't. I used to value them a little bit more than I do now. Yeah. Now it's just like you know what the experience of watching a being a part of a great movie and like making something that is lasting is way more important than any award you could win. Absolutely. You know? I think one of the uh, a, a problem that I have with how they go down is. If you don't win, then you're a loser. It's like what? No, no. it's still an incredible film. Right. I mean, you look. Who remembers? Like, tell me who won in 1982. You know I what have I mean? No idea. But you remember? Actually, it was. Oh, <laughs> I <don't> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. No, but you can remember all like the, the movies that last or the, the movies that don't. Exactly. You know, yeah. like the big one everybody talks about is Raging Bull over Ordinary People. Sure. That's and, right. Like, yeah. I mean, I watch Raging Bull. Oh, what? So. Uh, what beat Taxi Driver? Oh, Network. But apparently, Network is very good. Wait, I thought I Network, seen Network got beat out too. Network beat Network Taxi Driver and no, Rocky. Rocky. No, Rocky beat, Rocky beat Rocky Network. Won. Rocky won that year. Oh, well, well. Rocky did win. Yeah, that's right. Wow. Well, it's just like, you know, people remember The Revenant over Spotlight. People remember yeah. Saving Private Ryan over Shakespeare in Love. Well, I think Thin Red Line should have won that year. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm, I'm, in, I'm in that category as well. People remember... Um, Castaway more than Gladiator a lot of the time when yeah. it comes to performance. Gladiator is so. such a dad movie. Hey, I dig name, some Gladiator. Man. Name, I know I do too. Yeah. But name you're, me one dad poster, that does right? not like that yeah. movie. Every I do have sing- the poster. Yeah. Every every single dad loves Gladiator. That and Armageddon. That's right. I, have I yet hate to Armageddon. Find it. Me too. But my dad loves it. <laughs> I hate. I hate that song. Oh, uh, Aerosmith. Steven Tyler's, I hate um, that song. What is that song? Uh, don't oh. want to miss a thing. Sweet emotion. Don't want to miss a thing. Ass. Don't want to miss a thing. You're right. I hate that song. Because I miss you, baby. <laughs> How does it go, Sampley? Uh, <laughs> Please don't make it repeat. Oh wait, wait. Let me let me say my let me say my top five real quick. Last year, because <laughs> okay. you forgot one. My number one was a hidden life. Oh, oh wow! Once upon a time in Hollywood. Right. I, can, I, can I change my answer, teacher? Um, <laughs> no, no. My hundred percent. I I didn't. S- I I watched it this year, so I didn't see it last year. But I, like a hundred, right, yeah. like a hidden life for me was like ten times better than any movie that I saw last. year. I would it, agree, it just yeah. blew me away. Yeah, yeah. I mean, blew me did away. You get a no, I read some reviews on it, and people thought it was boring. <sighs> but Dude, it looked, I heard it was the best Malik film since. True I don't know what the heck yes, they were so, watching, but yeah. it was not boring. It's, I've got to watch it, it. I. It's got that dude who's always a Nazi. Yeah, uh, but, this time, August, always a Nazi. but this time he's not. He's a good guy. August, yeah. di- August, the hit on the fire. Yeah. I don't know how you Man, say the names. Th- th- his performance is amazing. Yeah, the I thought her and place, him. His wife is amazing. I, d- I don't know her name. It's like it, it's like it's incredible. That's such an incredible movie. Let me see. Sorry, I can't believe I forgot Their that. Their names aren't even on the thing. Yeah. Well, that's cool that you. Had a different one because so many people nowadays they go with what they f- they don't have their own personal opinion. Oh, they yeah. go with what is good to go with. Yeah, 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 the popular opinion. Yeah, and it's like, dude, if you like something, you like something. There's nothing wrong with it. That movie's amazing. But uh, oh, another one that really touched me. I I, I was going into it being like, ah, it's going to be kind of cheesy, and that's okay. And you know, what? you could kind of say it was still, but a beautiful day in the neighborhood like shook me. It's to a beautiful movie. I was just like, it's not it's, for the it's, it's not for the uh, cynical. Exactly. It's so simple, yet it's just like, just him the whole time just being like, he's he. this is a character he's playing, mm-hmm. but he was really that genuine person who wanted to help people. It's like, a beautiful film. And also how they did the exteriors. Amazing. Uh, they, so here's, did you see it? No, I They didn't. did all the exteriors, like, the like little felt and puppet and stuff. Like, oh, so wow. whenever it cuts to like a car driving, it's like a fake car, and it's like... Oh, it's wow. like watching the Mr. Huh. Rogers yes. show. Uh, so I really, huh. and I was like... When they first did that, I was like, 
they better not bail on that. Yeah. And they didn't. And I was like, all right, that's pretty it's a beautiful sick. film. Oh. And then um, what's the other? Oh, Uncut Gems is probably. I rewatched it's it the other film. day on Netflix. I was like, yeah, that's that's gonna go in my top five. Hard Watch. What a great film. Yeah. That's a, that's a stressful one, man. They really build up the chaos of it and the tension. They there's times where people are just talking over one another, mm-hmm. and the score is as loud as yeah. the sound, really? and yeah. it really puts you in a state of dismay of just like. And then times you just want to tell these people to shut up, yes. especially Adam Sandler. Yes. But the thing that Sandler does so well is he has this amazing everyman quality yes. about him that he is such a terrible person. But, but you, you root for you're him. You're kind of just like, come on, buddy, stop, like. It's like watching the best, one of the best performances I've ever seen was Walter White in Breaking Bad. Oh, yeah. So, he is a terrible, <laughs> terrible human being at times. Yeah. I cheered for him the whole way through. Oh, absolutely. He was yeah. my guy. Rewatching it, me and Aaron just rewatched it because she had never seen it. I'd oh, only man. watched through the season one. So, get, honestly, getting to watch her watch that was yeah. like even better because she was just like, like uh, I, I, you haven't seen it, so I'm not going to spoil anything. But mm. I'll just say this: like, ding, 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 ding. Like after that happened, she legit like stood up off the couch and was like, "What just happened?" <laughs> like I'd never seen her do anything like that before. Those season. those last eight episodes. Oh my gosh! Oh, some of the best things I've ever seen. Absolutely, ever. Were you raising? I was going to go back to Uncut Gems for a second. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go back to Breaking Bad. Uh-huh. Uh, apparently, Adam Sandler and Daniel Day Lewis are buddies. Yeah. Funny enough. That's great. And, uh, that that is apparently, uh, Day Lewis texted Sandler and was like, dude, you had me so stressed out during this movie. Great job. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Dude. Like, that, what a random combination that is. Yeah. Well, you know about how um, Anthony Hopkins hand wrote Brian yeah. Cranston a letter. So, saying yeah. you are the best I have ever seen. Imagine getting that. This is the same. Actually, that's funny. I just watched uh, Silence of the Lambs for the first I time. I watched it a couple weeks ago. It's an amazing it? movie. Is that the first time? No, I, oh, okay. I've seen it, but was, I, I learn something new every time I watch it. This was the first time I watched it, and I, you know, like I was saying before, you know, people overhype movies and stuff like that. So I was like, ah, I'm just in the mood to watch a good, good thriller. As soon as that camera pans and you see him, I was like, in my heart, I was scared. But you know what? My opinion, he's um, not the best part of that movie. Really? Who would you say the Buffalo best? Buffalo Bill. Buffalo Bill? He what? makes that. Yeah, he is terrifying. He's pretty terrifying. Uh, rub the lotion on your skin. And the oh, scene where he's get dancing. The hose again. Oh, dude, that yeah. I almost I almost had to skip that. Like, it's it's I hard. Was, like, reaching, I was like, no, you got to watch it. It's that's You've terrifying. got to. Um, and Jodie Foster's great, too. But, oh, yeah. you know, I just think of that movie, and I think Buffalo Bill, because he is terrifying. Oh, yeah. And that, that is a thriller horror movie that is done in such a good dramatic way of creating something unique. And you can see so many thriller horrors, mm-hmm. and they're just garbage. Oh, yeah. And if that movie would have been done in a different kind of way, it would have been garbage. Oh, for sure. But it swept up Oscars that year. It yeah, won Best it, Picture. It won Best Actor and Actress. Um, I, thought, uh, but, oh, I can't even think of the actor's name. But he should have been nominated. He, he should have. He was hardly in it. He, he does all sorts of creepy stuff. To my he was in Shutter yeah. Island. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's where else I'd seen him. Yeah. Yeah. That's he, Scorsese. I, I think he was in a war movie, that. too. Maybe Black Hawk Down. Yeah. Was that Ridley Scott? Yeah. That was Ridley Scott. I haven't seen that in a long time. It's one of my favorite war movies. Man, I just love how... I. This is like one of my favorite things to do. Just talk about movies, man. Oh, yeah. Like, Because when, cause whenever I was like... Yeah, I have like on my note card, it says... Talk about uh, influences <laughs> slash films. Hey, cool, man. Because hey, I knew that yeah. once we started talking about movies, like, yeah, well, my whole thing is, my whole thing is, I'm a, um, 
people don't really ask me a lot, to be honest, about what I think about things. Really? So when you uh, said you want to have me on here, it was pretty awesome because I think people just assume how I think. Yeah. Because I present myself a certain way. Uh-huh. I'm a very private person yeah. with my personal To be life. honest, I actually meant to message another Jesse, but then I kind of just went with it. <laughs> <laughs> right on. And so, uh, <laughs> hey, man, hey, I'll take what I can hey, get. there was a different <laughs> Harris too, man. I just ended up here somehow. Yeah. <laughs> so I just, you know, when people actually ask me questions, I enjoy it because uh, there have been people in the past, I won't say who, that we all know, who know me, like me fine, and then they'll hear me actually talk about things, and they go, I didn't know you had such insight about things, or you knew this, I'd like to work with you, and I'm like, oh, you? and it's like what I tell anybody, yeah. like when they think I'm a certain way, especially personally, mm-hmm. I say, if you just ask me, I'll tell you. Yeah, yeah but you're, I don't, you're pretty transparent. I don't put myself out there when it comes to personal things, I try to keep it yeah. private. I think... uh kind of transitioning over to like um mime and attack uh, let's talk about mime first is because okay. i had never met you you had reached out to me about the script mm-hmm. um and that so, was such a weird thing too how that happened yeah because uh, i remember i was at Publix. uh i was like vacuuming the the break room <laughs> and then you text me and i was like well no one else was in here there's not there's not supposed to be a camera in here so mm-hmm. i pulled out my phone read the script and i was like oh my gosh this is actually really good well mm-hmm. what was weird uh-huh. about that process is i had seen you because we I took classes at Hollywood Huntsville for a while, and okay. I would stay. I, ri- I rode with Christian Hetrick to uh-huh. them, so I would stay with him when he was in scene study, which was hours after my class. Yeah. So I'd be sitting in the room beside y'all, just chilling, <laughs> and I'd seen y'all, but I never met y'all. I did meet him. I met Harrison. Yeah, because I don't have a memory of meeting you. Yeah, I Wait, was always would you there. Be in, like that second room. Yeah. Oh wow. Oh okay. <laughs> and sometimes I'd be in the office just watching like Luke Cage or something. <laughs> I was literally just chilling. Um, babysitting Christian's kids sometimes when he was there. Oh, yeah, that's right. So I kind of was just chilling. At one point, I thought you were his son, I think. Hey, man, I'll take it. Because you like, um, left with him. <laughs> so I didn't um, I, like, cool. I didn't really put myself out there when I was at Hollywood Huntsville much. Uh-huh. I was there, and then I would just leave. So when I would stay with there and ride with him, I did the same kind of deal. I just kept to myself. Yeah. And um, when I came up with the idea for mom, which was totally out of nowhere it was weird i didn't know you but i saw you uh-huh. and i was like in a dream I, I, i've no. never met this guy <laughs> <laughs> i've never met this guy but um he just has the part he has the part and so little did you know sample actually I, is a mime <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i texted you and you no you texted me that's uh-huh. when it got really weird uh-huh cuz I thought about messaging you, but I thought it might be weird. Oh, that's right. I remember. So you messages me, and you're like, hey, man, I'm interested in your part. And I was like, dude, this is weird. We never met, uh-huh. but I thought you'd play the part anyways. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. And he was like, do you have a script? And I was like, yeah, and I didn't. <laughs> so I wrote it in about five minutes, Wait, a two-page script. Yeah, you two wrote that script. in five minutes? I had the, everything laid out in my head, oh, and I shit. thought, well, I'm not going to write a script because it's going to be like a page and a half long. And you were like, well, can I see a script? And I was like, so I spent like five minutes just typed up something That's and awesome. sent it to him. You know, I remember that now because you posted on Facebook and I saw the description or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or I think someone tagged me or something maybe. 
Maybe. And then I was like, you know, yeah, I've never. Because I actually, it was funny, a week ago, I don't know if I told you this while we're working, I made like a, a list of like independent filmmakers in the Alabama area mm-hmm. that would be uh, worth uh, worth it to work with. Mm-hmm. And you were on there, and then like uh, Alex Gibson, who's really cool. Yeah. And then um, like him and RJ, and then some other people. Well, I, that's, so that's crazy. Funny. I really appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. Harrison um, was on there, but and I I had to take him <laughs> out for someone else. And I had seen <laughs> I had seen you in only one thing too. What was I had that? seen you do oh, a couple no. scenes at Hollywood Huntsville, but it was the same scene with just different people. Oh, Charlie Brown. Uh, no, <laughs> no. Um, it was uh, one you were doing in scene study, and it involved like sitting and eating something at a table. Oh, sand pies and scissor legs. Probably. Sand, yeah. yeah, the sandwich. The yeah, sandwich right. thing. Yeah. Because I was sitting there and I watched you do it the first time. The second time I wasn't watching and I heard you say the same lines. I was like, what is he doing? And I was like, oh, he's doing the same scene <laughs> with different people. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I changed the game. So <laughs> I, um, I saw you in the first year I had something in the Rocket City Short Film Festival. That's I had a right. short called Void and y'all had the tennis short. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And that was one of the things I liked most there. Oh, thanks, man. So I just, uh, I really liked the high frame rate, actually. Thanks, man. Um, I thought it was very chaotic, which worked. Yeah. And so, um, like I said, I hadn't seen you do anything. I had seen Harrison because I was a part of Transference that he was in. So I had met him once or twice, but we Mm -hmm. didn't really sit down and talk. I think actually the thing we talked about the most was the La La Land soundtrack. We did because yeah, <laughs> I awesome. had it. I had it in my he car. He had his car, and we were, we were riding like, around to film. And I was like, well, "You got Lola Lynn? Like, this yeah. is a, this is a good guy. This yeah. is a good guy here." And yeah. so, um, yeah. And then we, I was actually in a scene in Transference, and we were both at the same location yeah. that day at, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. at the law offices. Mm-hmm. So I didn't. I had never known you. Uh-huh. So it was just weird when you messaged me. I was like, "Okay, yeah." And um, so. It was like I said, coming up with idea was. Sometimes I get I've had ideas for years. Uh-huh. Like there's this mini series I'm doing this fall that we're gonna put on Amazon. Oh, sweet! That I've had since like 2015. Uh huh. Um, some of these other shorts I've had for a while, but mom came to me literally out of nowhere, and I That's walked. Awesome. I was working a factory job at the time, uh-huh. and I walked right across the whole factory to my buddy who worked with me, and I said, "Tell me if this sounds worth a crap." That's awesome. And he said, yeah, I like it. And I said, all right. And then I turned around and I said, I think it's going to be a silent film. And he said, all right. And I said, cool. Um, Because how I work is I don't, one of my flaws is sometimes I can't fully get across to others my vision. Because it's so in my head. Mm -hmm. Because I edit everything and I write and direct most everything. So it's in my head. Mm -hmm. When I have someone else shoot it, or if I'm trying to describe it, sometimes I have a hard time doing that. Yeah. And that's something I'm trying to work on. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing I really wanted to do with mine was make it accessible. And so um, when it came to doing it as a silent film, I love the silent film aesthetic. I feel oh, like yeah. I really get it. And what's actually interesting is the first silent film I ever saw was a new one when the artist came out. Oh, really? And it made me go back and watch everything else. And when you go back and you watch Chaplin and all these other old school silent films and you yeah. see what they did to make those happen mm-hmm. with nothing. Yeah. It's spectacular. Speaking yeah. of Chaplin, uh, whenever uh, we got everything figured out and I knew I had the role, I was like, that's who I like went to. I went and that's watched a, a good bunch one. of clips on Buster Keaton and then I went and watched a lot of Chaplin. 
and I fell in chap I fell in love with Chaplin so much. I actually think I let Aaron borrow some of his movies that I because you I'm like, like the, you got to watch them. But I went out and bought like a whole bunch of Criterion. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. And it's amazing how they made those work with nothing, yeah. and how they fooled audiences with trickery of shots yeah. and sets. And I just, um, especially Field of Depth. Mm-hmm. And so when Mom came along, I was like, this is a perfect chance for me to do an old school silent film. Because I had done some silent films before then, but they were, one of them was more modern. Some other ones were mixed with styles. I said, this can be my old school silent film. Because mm-hmm. one thing I'll say about Mom, it feels like an old school film. I mm-hmm. think so, yeah. It looks like one. The acting feels like that. The music feels like it. It feels like it could have came out a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what I like most about it. And I remember how I shot it, too. Yeah. See, normally when I shoot things, and Harrison knows this, I do longer takes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if I'm doing a scene, like, let's say I'm doing a 10-minute dialogue sequence, mm-hmm. I'll film the whole scene with each angle. That's where my theater background comes in. Yeah. And if we mess up, we just reset, go a couple lines back, redo it, and I can yeah. figure it out in editing. With Mom, I didn't do that. I literally shot it in pieces. So mm-hmm. I would say, okay, Sampley, on this uh, scene, you're going to yeah. be doing this, and then I want you to freeze. And I would just change the camera angle, and we'd pick up from there. Yeah. And I remember when the film was finished, I had a couple people watch it, and they say, I'm going to be honest with you. When I was watching you film it, I didn't think it was going to work at all. People have said that to you because yeah. honestly, when I've been on, even on set for some features where um, somebody is like directing me and telling me to do something, or or maybe they're saying it away because they have it in their head, mm-hmm. but they're not really translating it well to me. So right. I kind of get stuck and I'm like, wait, hold on, can we time out and talk about it? Mm-hmm. But I felt like when I was on set doing uh, mime, I was just everything like everything you said to me, I was just like, that makes sense, you know. You know, I I know what to do because I I feel like I don't know I feel like we were just commuting yeah communicating and and well. you know I'm one of these guys that there's a, there is a huge amount of detail in everything I do everything is thought out to the T but I don't express it that way yeah I don't I I think sometimes it can come across pretentious if you do that yeah and to me when people are acting for me or with me I don't I may be the director. Mm-hmm. producer whatever but i want them to look at me as jesse yeah and Absolutely. i'm just a dude i'm not above you yeah i'm just a dude are you listening harrison because the past <laughs> couple things harrison is a diva if he doesn't oh, have yeah. his green M&Ms, you don't have to tell me there's a single red m&m in the bowl he's <laughs> okay. flipping it over but you know what guys i'm just gonna, I'm just gonna leave right now <laughs> you just stay on the floor he, he, he goes outside where's my honey wagon <laughs> <laughs> so you know when we do when I do things, I really try not to have one. I don't have many set rules, but one of them is like no ego. No one yeah. is above anybody here. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so, you know, I can have a kid who's 10 and it's the first time they ever acted. And then they're acting alongside somebody who's been in 20 projects. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make that person better than the kid. No, no. not at all. And so. Both of you are there for a reason. That's, that's how I look at it. And that's so, such a pet peeve of mine. Right. I just yeah. don't know why people. I We're just don't, in this business to have a good time and to meet it, people. It, yeah, What's I just the, don't. Well, one, of, one of the things that bothers me so much is like some of the best experiences I've had on working on projects are when you get to meet other actors and talk about things, talk about movies, yep. talk about when they're cool, you know, and talk about what they do and the, their work and then. There may be people that you're around where you, you would try and talk to them like a normal person and, and they act like they're like, who are you? Get lost. You yeah. Know? And I, you know. we've Yeah, we've had those experiences. I think I've had a few. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely have had I've had way less. All my experiences have been really cool. Like Martin Sheen and like Jason Siegel and Luke Wilson. Like, yeah. Like we were all 
eat like eat. I'm very jealous of that. Yeah, because yeah. I've had some really bad cool. experiences. Regina, uh, Regina Hall was really cool. Too. Yeah, yeah. She was uh like. At, she would like be like, you think I'm doing that good? Do you, do you want me to <laughs> do so different? Awesome. I was like, dude, you're Regina Hall. I mean, you do I your thing. Awesome. <laughs> like, I think that's really cool. And I admire that. And I'm also an actor first. So yeah. I like to trust my actors. Because if I'm acting, I want the director to trust me. Mm-hmm. So I like to have my... I, I Beforehand, if I can, I'll call them and we'll talk. Or the day of, we'll meet early mm-hmm. and just sit and talk. We did mm-hmm. that Harrison and Kim yeah. attack. We met the night before filming started and just sat. And oh, that's awesome! That's really. And cool. I remember we, we took like an hour before you filmed. Yeah, we met and we just chatted, and then we just talked. And I, I was kind of nervous because I hadn't met you or any of your uh, crew before. And that's just—I mean, I feel like anyone gets nervous before they meet someone new. But as soon as I got out of the car and I saw you had, I think it was a Pink Floyd hat on. I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, Jesse's gonna be all right." And so, <laughs> like how I always like do the first introductions, I don't go, "Well, hello, it is very nice to meet you." I go, <laughs> "I'll be like, Sampley, you like, yeah." I'm like, "Dude, what's going on, man?" Yeah, that's just like that's just that's uh, just how I flow. I re- yeah, I really enjoyed just working with you and the people that you had around you. It was just like, oh, we're just all but just a bunch of friends. Chill guys out. making a movie. And we just happen to be making a movie. It's, and, it's you know, um, we're lucky. We did it in February, yeah. which in Alabama can mean anything, and the weather was really good for that day. Yeah. Um, and it felt like a longer day than it was. Mm-hmm. But it really wasn't, shooting-wise, that long of a time of filming. Oh, no, yeah. And um, for the most part, we shot it in order. We shot the ending first. And then That's we shot right, everything yeah. else in order. Mm-hmm. Um, but there were multiple people that came up to me and said, how are you going to make this work? Hmm. Really? And it's just like, I need you to trust me. Yeah. And that's another thing I always, I try not to say that, mm-hmm. but I want people to trust me because it's like, if you just see what I see, yeah, it's going to work. Yeah. It's going to work. Wow. And I, I don't mean that to come across it in a way, no, but if, yeah. it, if it can happen how I see it, it's going to work. Trust me. And, um, you know, I, with mom, I think it's one of the best things that have come out. Yeah. Um, it's the most family friendly thing I have. <laughs> I tend to do darker, more realistic material. Yeah. Um, cause sometimes I write about things that I hate. Mm-hmm. I've done a original play on slavery. I've done a film oh, wow. about child abuse. I've mm-hmm. done some about things I hate and I despise, but mom was the first one where, um, you just hate mimes now. <laughs> <laughs> mimes and <laughs> children. Yeah, mimes and um, children. <laughs> but it was one of those things where I was sitting here going like, um, this is the first true family film I can do. Yeah. It can bro- reach a broad, uh, broader audience. For sure. And also, it has everything. When you think uh-huh. about it, it has style. It has an original good score. It has good acting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thank you. And it has... Um, Emotion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember it took me like 15 times before I stopped crying watching it. Really? Wow. Oh, yeah, that's right. I remember you uh, like FaceTimed me. And I fa- tears, no, that man. was funny. So I te- <laughs> so we finished filming at like 9 that night. I And honestly, I thought we would have been, I thought we were going to go till midnight. But the, uh, we wrapped up, yeah. in, in my point of view, pretty fast. We finished and I got home and I edited it together. And at 1 o'clock, I said, hey, man, you want to see the movie? He's like, what? Yeah, I, like, I was like, just yeah, getting man. home. I was like, yeah, man, you want to see what? the movie? Wow. He was like, really? And I was like, yeah. So I um, FaceTimed him and showed <laughs> it to like him. showed it. I was like, oh, wow. That's like. And so it, um, yeah, it, I remember when it was in, uh, it premiered at Rocket City this past October. Yeah. And I was sitting on the front row and I was bawling. 
Uh, oh, I missed it. That's right. I was yeah. in Texas during that yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. It was. You're always missing. I'm always it, um, somewhere else. <laughs> hey, you're working. That's what matters. Yeah. Or am I? <laughs> <laughs> but but that movie really. Um, and then when it showed in Florence at Lindsay Fest, it did really well too. That's awesome. It. Um, I think what makes it work the most, though, mm-hmm. are two things. Mm-hmm. One of them is you. Oh, thanks, man. Literally, you. <laughs> and there was a time when we were filming, it was a bit after Paris had taken your money. Oh, okay. That's a great part. And you did the eyes thing, and you turned. Uh-huh. And I stopped for a second, and you were like, what? And I said, you have no idea how perfect silent film you are. Right yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I just, I watched a lot of Buster Keaton and Charlie yeah. Chaplin, so all, yeah. The, yeah. all the props goes to Perfect. Them. And Rest so you did old school acting while still making it realistic. Yeah. And mm-hmm. modern. I had a blast. I and, love doing stuff like that. And what I think the other thing that really makes it are the kids. Oh, yeah. Dude, yeah, they crushed it. The kids, <clears throat> kids don't realize how powerful they are. Oh, yeah. Um, my sister who was in it mm-hmm. has Paris. been in awesome. a few things of mine and she doesn't realize she doesn't realize how powerful she really is. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, without a doubt. And, uh, yeah, no, like kids. she, um, yeah, she really got to me in, uh, that one. Yeah, for sure. Like, uh, and we're sitting there, and I remember I'm sitting there. We made this makeshift little tent out of uh-huh. sheets, and I'm sitting there telling her what to do, getting onto her. Actually, yeah, I remember that. And yeah, um, right, yeah. her and her little friend Rylan, and they just don't get it. Yeah, and it's, that's okay. It's kind of magical. Yeah, it's magical because you just have to, like there was. I've been on a set before, and someone said you need to control the kids, and I said they need to be kids. Yeah, for sure. You have to let kids be kids. Mm-hmm. That's when you get the magic. I uh, we talked about Tree of Life recently or, or earlier, and like that's kind of like what Terrence Malick would do. He would just like if they were playing, they'd just be like, "Let's watch mm-hmm. them, just let them play, and just be kids." And then Jessica Chastain, you yeah. get in there and just start playing with them. Because done the wrong way, mom can come across as creepy. Yeah, because for you sure. start following her. Yeah, and at one point, I think <laughs> I said something like, "This could someone could take this the wrong way." Oh, I. I didn't even think about that. Um, Usually I'm pretty aware of that. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. And, but no. um, but once you show the true situation as yeah. to what's going on, I think it really, any thought of that, if there even is one, dissipates like, like smoke. It's nothing. Yeah, for sure. Because it's, um, even as a kid, Paris and Rylan are best friends. That's awesome. Yeah. Their relationship is so. Genuine uh-huh. and so whole that so if I if I could have you know nowadays when you get older you lose relationships yeah for sure and sometimes and, you just have to be okay with that because and people s- hurt certain, each other so much when you yeah. get older mm-hmm. as kids it's so so simple yeah and you don't realize it when you're a kid mm-hmm. I look back and I go man that we had some good times and we didn't think of anything exactly. and so Paris and them. They played most of that day. Yeah, mm-hmm. they did. And then when we filmed that scene, they don't know the importance of what that scene is doing. Yeah. But that's what makes it special. Uh-huh. That because we do. And even when I filmed it, I didn't fully realize it. Yeah. 
And then when you put it together and you just go, wow, just the look in their eyes is so powerful. When she, the part that really used to get me were two parts. Uh, This is going to sound weird to the people who haven't seen it. Both involve (laughs) bread. The Uh, the money, no, actual bread. (laughs) Yeah, it was her handing Rylan one. Yes. Who was sick, Rylan was sick. Mm Mm-hmm. And the other one was her handing you one as yeah. kind of this olive branch. Yeah. Because she had stolen your money that day, but she stole it because she... She needed food, she yeah. She needed food. And then I... Rum, 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 rum. Yeah. The sequence. And then we all look at each other and laugh. The se- uh, when I watched that, the sequence, like, it's in your demo reel. Because that we watched, we yeah. were, were looking through, like, what, you know, looking through the footage, and I was like, man... The sequence when I watched that it really got me was when you're like kind of dejected and then all of a sudden you turn like it's like a great filmmaking. It's like everything kind of hits perfectly. Yeah, this, the part is when you first where, meet her. Where she yeah. comes up and I'm doing that and then I turn around and she's gone. That's a great shot, by the way. To where the I'm fart, doing the thing, wide and shot. Then it cuts to the wide and she's gone and then there's just that boy walking. On the Pierce, <laughs> throwing That's him out right, there, yeah. throwing yeah. him out there. Yeah. Pierce, shout out to shout Pierce, out to Pierce, Pierce. Dalton, Pierce. the MVP Pierce, Pierce, Pierce. of uh, both of these shorts. <laughs> first time I ever met that kid was that day. Oh yeah, no, but uh, that that sequence was kind yeah. of like I just it's like filmmaking is like perfect, you know. And again, it's it's no, there's no dialogue; it's just this combination of acting and music and cinematography and directing. And it's just like that that moment is like oh, that's like, that's like and a there's moment. two. I remember when we filmed that scene, I had to wrangle Paris in to do it. Yeah, and she had been shy that day. Mm-hmm. I remember when we shot the ending; she was kind of like, I was like, you got to smile. She's like, I am smiling. She was like, she was having a hard time. Yeah. But when I pulled her in to do that scene, I told her, okay, here's what I need you to do. Mm-hmm. Expect and kind of have to stop her. And she nailed it, telling you to do the miming. And then when we finished and she was doing the laughing stuff, uh-huh. I just looked at Josh that was standing there and I looked at you and I went, oh. <laughs> and I was like, you're That's good. Awesome. You can go back. That's um, awesome. But what's weird is my favorite thing to write is dialogue. Mm-hmm. That's where I take from Tarantino. Yeah. Oh. I like writing dialogue. He's so good. And it, a lot of it is just like regular conversational dialogue. Mm-hmm. That's what I like. And that's what's crazy. Like the two films we're talking about today, Attack was all dialogue. Yeah, that's for the most right. yeah. A b- big old, yeah, portion it of it was dialogue. Mine was none. Mm-hmm. And I think you have to know when to differentiate the two, when to not talk, mm-hmm. when to just show. Yeah, because film is a visual medium. Oh yeah, with that, yeah, absolutely. And I think with mom, I really just wanted to get across something that is so simple, mm-hmm. but it's really not. Yeah. And there are some people who just watch it and they go, "Oh, that was a fun little." That's fine. Yeah. It is so layered beyond belief, mm-hmm. and that is really because of you and the two little girls. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Because yeah, you three come across as so simplistic. Yeah, they were awesome, but it is not simple. Yeah, I just had a blast working with them and just like making them laugh, doing like all the mime stuff, and mm-hmm. just like I, I just I just had so much fun. And, and I, I I was actually worried because when I work with people who have done a good bit, mm-hmm. I bring a totally different style when I do things. Okay, I have a very laid back approach. Mm-hmm. I have a very chill approach, and it's very much a less is more approach. Mm-hmm. I don't do a lot of takes. Yeah, I do a very I'm very simple. Mm-hmm. And so when I was with both of you, I was like, I don't know if they're going to like my approach. Of less, or of just kind of leaning back. Yeah, and I also, I tried to take off as much pressure as possible. If and even with that, 
I think I don't say action or cut. Uh-huh. I think those words incite stress. Yeah, for sure. And to me, what I'll do is I'll sit there and I'll be filming. I'll be like, you good? You'll be like, yeah. And I'll go, all right, go ahead. <laughs> and then when you're done, I'll be like, all right, that's good. Because if you say, all right, we're getting ready to go, ready to roll, action, yeah, yeah, action. Yeah. And then I go, all right, and action. Mm-hmm. You're sitting there waiting for me to say action. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like... Uh, but if so, I say, yeah. hey, just go ahead. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's a, a lot of directors like like the ego side of the... Right. Action. <laughs> there's There was, a, docu- there was a documentary yeah. on Phantom Menace that was better than the actual movie of how they made it. <laughs> and the first AD was talking with George, and he said, so are you going to be the one to say action or cut, or do I? And I'm like, there's a process for who's going to say action and cut in some of these things? Uh-huh. No, just go. Yeah, Clint Eastwood is yeah, the Yeah, I was about to say, Eastwood yeah. does that. He's all right. Yeah, just But see, even with him, he'll look at other people and let them know we're about to roll. He'll mm-hmm. do the finger wag yeah. thing, and then he'll come back and say, all right, go ahead. Mm-hmm. To me, I don't even do that. It's just going to be like, we good? You know, okay. Um, whenever you're ready, all right, go ahead. Yeah. I really like that. Uh, it sets them at ease, and if actors mm-hmm. are at ease, they can relax more, they can be the character more. Absolutely, because if you say cut, I mean, you never know. They might have done something. If you hadn't said that, that would have just made something in that right. moment. I mean, you see that in films all the time uh, where they you know, improvise something or you know, they just keep going. But I, yeah, and I and really that was like the that. big difference between the two that you were in. So mm-hmm. yours, normally, if I do longer takes, they're for a purpose. Sometimes people say I hold on takes too long, but that's mm-hmm. just I like it. Because yeah. the longer you hold on a take, the more real that situation becomes yeah, and the more the actor has to stay the character. Mm-hmm. And with mom, you didn't get that opportunity. Yeah. But that style of film didn't need that. Yeah. It needed sure. the short bam, burst bam, of bam, bam, yeah. little silent film energy. Mm-hmm. Each scene has some kind of energy that has a silent film feel mm-hmm. to it yeah. in each shot. And so um, that's why I was going for with that, shooting it in pieces like that. Um, you know, and. You have to have the right people when you do something like that. And also, you know, I shoot most everything myself. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I, I can see if someone works with me and they're worried mm-hmm. because I'm, I've got so many irons in the fire. Yeah. But it's just like I try to make them feel at ease, like mm-hmm. I've said, so they trust it and they just do their part. Yeah. And I can trust them to do their part. Mm-hmm. I really like directors like that just want me to show up they do their thing, and I do my thing because they hired me because they know I'm going to show up yeah. and just do my job. Really, by the time, my hand. Yeah. in my opinion, by the time you get to set, you should know what you're doing. Yeah, absolutely. Without a doubt. Oh the my only gosh. thing <laughs> that they only really need to do is tell you blocking stuff. Yeah, or if it. you need to change something, if like try it like yeah. this. Mm-hmm. But most of the time, I don't have to do that. So like with Harrison and them, we actually got to talk a couple times beforehand, and we got to work on some stuff the night before filming. By the time they got to set, they knew exactly what they were doing. Yeah. I gave them some notes. Mm-hmm. Um, when we were rehearsing, that was about it. Yeah, That's awesome. they knew how to portray those people. Yeah, the only thing I had to really give reference to him on was about having attacks because he had never had. Oh one. yeah, no, that was so anxiety attacks. Yeah, yeah, because I had, but he had never had one. Oh wow! So I told him, "Well, we're They're gonna awesome. have. There's different kinds of attacks. We're gonna have yeah. one like I have." Mm-hmm. So I told him how it worked, and he took that. You can't really so, YouTube that, right? Yeah. So besides uh, that, you know, I've I've yeah. I've seen people come up and they're like, "I need you to direct me," and it's like, "You need 
with me, we're going to figure it out before we get to set. So you know what you need to do. And if I need to do anything then, okay. But you're going to know what to do. Yeah. And if we have to adapt, we have to adapt. Mm -hmm. Um, When does Attack come out? Like officially? Like when you. It depends on festivals. Yeah. So, because I don't want to just put it online first. So, let's say festivals don't really work the rest of the year. I'll probably Mm -hmm. submit it to Lindsay Fest, which happens in the spring. Couldn't they? I mean, I know half the fun is, or most really most of the fun is watching it in person on the screen. Mm-hmm. But I guess they really couldn't. You can just send them in. I used to have premieres yeah. with oh, really? the public public premieres that were free to people. Oh, that's but I awesome. just, I decided to stop with those. Yeah. Um. Just for personal reasons. <laughs> um, Harrison showing up to all of them. You're just like, oh God, my gosh, I get enough of can't them. Get away. Um, <laughs> but it was. So yeah, it, um, it depends on festivals because here's another problem with festivals. They say okay, short films. Mm-hmm. Some festivals say okay, forty five minutes or less. Mm-hmm. Or attack is forty four minutes fifty one seconds. Ooh. Oh wow! So it's still a short film, but it will get denied to most of the festivals it is sent to because it's forty four minutes. That's nuts. Yeah, I guess That's they probably get so many mm-hmm. um, submissions. That maybe they just use that as like we just need to get rid of all this stuff so we can like get rid of the clutter. Even though right. we're probably missing out on some really and, and it's stuff. true. A lot of festivals want fifteen to twenty minutes. Yeah, hmm. but if to me, and this is something I discussed with them, mm-hmm. if you you don't need to rush it. That's my problem with so many short films. Yeah, I feel like they're rushed just to fit a short time limit. Yeah, make your film, mm-hmm. and if you need to make it longer. There's been some times where I was making a short mm-hmm. and it turned into a feature. Oh wow! Or a short feature because it needed to be more. Yeah. What uh, what, like because I've never really, really dabbled in like the Oscar ones that that win. Like how long are those? I don't know. I think they vary. Yeah, because I know there's an animated. A lot short, of times they're shorter. There's doc documentary short, and then there's just uh, I guess just just regular short. You know. Film. And that's another. That's just a personal decision to me. Mm-hmm. It's like you've got to let films breathe. Yeah, for sure. If you cut too much, you're not letting the film be what it needs to be. Mm-hmm. And when we did Attack, that was a big thing. That was my biggest note to them was take your time. Yeah. You I think like you're not taking enough time? Take, take more. I feel like that's like a big studio thing to where they're like, all right, we love it, but it's three hours. You need to cut. Well, like that's the reason hour. I love The Irishman so much. They let it be yeah, what it needs to be. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because, I mean, Martin, how could you look at Martin Scorsese and be like, you know, this isn't needed? No, he filmed it for a reason. Exactly. Like, but uh, I was, I, me, I watched um, The the Town recently, which right. has been Affleck. It's a great I, one. Uh, yeah, uh, his second, yeah, second. Because mm-hmm. uh, he did Argo right after that. And then before he did Gone Baby Gone with mm-hmm. K- his brother Casey, which is, I, I really actually really like that film. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and I, after th- we finished The Town, which is a really good movie, but I was like, man, there's like, it feels like some scenes were left out. And they then I went and I went and read it. Cut. And apparently, yeah, there's, I got to check out that. It's like a, like two hours, way longer than Same thing was. with Batman vs. Superman. There was a yeah. director's cut that mm-hmm. a lot of people liked a lot more. Yeah. And it's just like, to me, I try to never cut anything mm-hmm. if possible. Yeah. Um, if I need to, so be it. Um, but yeah, um, when it comes to these shorts, people ask me, how long is it going to be? It's going to be however long it's going to be. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, because that's how long it needs to be. Yeah. You let the story take you where you need to go. Yeah, absolutely. I, I totally agree. And that's that. kind of what happened with attack. We, 
you know, it was like, this is based on conversation. Mm-hmm. This is based on dialogue between people who are hard, have a hard time communicating with other people. Yeah. Um, because the film was a, is ultimately about how people that are young, younger people deal with depression in different ways. Mm-hmm. So the film was, I, I've, I've had some hard times the past few years, mm-hmm. and the film was almost a first-hand account of some things. And Harrison was basically portraying me to a point. Yeah. And parts of Kim were me, too. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to have people, without being frontward and thrown at people's face, people to watch that and yeah. say, I feel that. Yeah. I'm re- or they may get emotional and not realize they are because it just resonates yeah. without being in your face. Yeah. Like, this is, this is how you feel. No, it's just like you let these characters interact and if it resonates with you, you'll feel it. Yeah, absolutely. And so with them, I it was like, okay, a couple of scenes, I was like, we're going to do multiple angles here. Like there's a big scene mm-hmm. that ended up being like almost 14 minutes long. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's we did awesome. one take. The film was shot in 4-3 aspect ratio. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reason was because to me, when you're in depression or you're having an attack, you feel like you're boxed in. Yeah. So we shot it in the square. That's awesome. Uh, so literally the film, how it looks is a metaphor in itself. Yeah. And so you have them sitting there in black and white, boxed in together. It's not a close-up shot. It's a medium pretty much, and they're mm-hmm. sitting at the bottom of the frame, just sitting there mm-hmm. by this creek. Mm-hmm. And they, they have just met each other earlier that day, and they're just talking. That's all they do is they talk. Yeah. And some people, if you say that, they'll be like, for 15 minutes, it's like, yeah. In one take, yeah. That's boring. Pe- people that say that need to go watch the Before Trilogy. I don't know if you have. Yes. Oh, we my talked God. About they, all that. they do is just talk. That scene, the, in, that scene in Hunger that's 15 minutes long of them just sitting there. I haven't seen. Is, uh, is Steve McQueen Steve movie McQueen? that was had Michael Fassbender. I haven't seen that. That's on my list. He's though. sitting there talking to a priest for like 15 minutes. That's one awesome. One side angle. I don't know if you saw this today, but uh, Criterion is uh, half off till August oh. 2nd. So I'm probably... I need to I look into that. That's yeah. been on my list. Hunger. And then what's yeah. that other one uh, Fassbender did with him? Shame. Shame, yeah. I love Shame. Probably pick up those and some more Chaplin stuff. Um, I'm like addicted. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I bought Blue is the Warmest Color from Criterion. Oh, I haven't seen so, that one. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, you bought... Didn't you buy or rebuy Blue Velvet? Yeah. Oh blue. man, she old David Lynch. I close my <laughs> so what happened with that real quick? I'll say this real clown, fast. Harrison Sandman. said never watch it. It's terrible. When he told me that, I was Gosh. like, I'm gonna buy it on I, Criterion. So I went buy it, <laughs> watch it, and I was like, dude, you have to go rewatch this mm-hmm. because I almost threw it some, away. Something happened where it's a masterpiece. You need to go watch it. And then he came back. He's like, Yeah, you were right. That's how David Lynch works. I don't know yeah, if I said sure. you were right, but. Well, I was, but okay. And you're going to say the same thing about The Wrestler. It's I, 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 <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll even it. say I, I liked Mulholland Drive. It's my favorite Lynch film. Oh, me too. And yeah. then I hated Blue Velvet, and then I recently rewatched it, and I was like, Blue Velvet is like like it's my favorite. It's amazing. Oh, you like it more than Mulholland Drive? I do. I, I, I still think the best thing he did was the last season of Twin Peaks they did a couple years ago. I haven't seen that. I watched the first season of Twin Peaks because uh, on when I was on set with Jason Siegel, he mentioned he was he was oh uh, he was working on this TV show that's out and it's really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was talking about how David Lynch and Charlie Kaufman were like his big things. I was like David Lynch, I've only ever seen Mulholland Drive, 
And he was like, dude, you have to go watch Twin Peaks. Yeah, and especially I the, the first, first season. season. And it's amazing. I don't know why I didn't watch the rest. I think the, I think that's when me and Aaron started watching Breaking Bad. Yeah. The so third season back. was like 20 years later, you know, and yeah. it was on Showtime. So it was a much different kind of deal. Yeah. Because the first two seasons were done in the early 90s, late 80s, something like that on ABC. Uh-huh. So when he did it on Showtime, he did 18 episodes and he got to be full on David Lynch. Was that like... A year ago or two years ago? A couple years ago. It yeah. was one of the most amazing things I've ever watched in my life. I need to... I need they to let... Go. There's one episode in particular uh, where he was full art house David Lynch. <laughs> and you sit there and watch it and you go, I don't know what's going on, but it's one of the most amazing things I've ever seen Did in my you life. see his short film on Netflix, The Monkey? I what heard about Jack it. Do? I heard about it. It is nut. It is bananas. See, I just... Uh. <laughs> whether you like him or not, you have to give him his due of... Yeah. He is... A, he's a force. Yes. <laughs> and I love his m- how he is as a person when it comes to how he does things. His hair is awesome. Yeah, he's just a, he's a guy <laughs> that just white, wants to get his stuff done. High hair is awesome. Yeah. Uh, have you seen have you do you remember when they were doing the ice bucket challenge? Oh yeah. Have you seen that video of him doing it? Mm-hmm. And he goes, "I challenge Vladimir Putin." <laughs> just like that. Crazy he's just man. So funny. Yeah. Um all right, so back to attack. Okay. Um, so you guys uh, shot that recently this year, mm-hmm. which that seems like like a decade ago. It does. Honestly, with all this stuff. I can't believe that was this year. Yeah, we started in January, and then we had to do some reshoots, which were totally on me. Yeah. And uh, I'm they, glad on, we did. They're on Harrison. Come on, we can. He he's yeah. he needs to know. I'll blame him on uh, Pierce. <laughs> there you go. And then we uh, did them again. And so much better. Yeah. Yeah. We I'm got to think about them more. I guess, man, they won't do the Rocket City Film Festival this year, most likely. So if they do it, maybe online. Putting it um, there? Was that one of the It's places? too long. Really? It's 44 plus minutes. But they they had like a... Rocket like City Short Film Festival has a 15 minute time limit. Huh. Let's what? make it no, up into like two, two parts. Whenever we did <laughs> Double Fault, I swear there was one that was like 30, 40 minutes. No, there was a couple that were 16. With titles, what? mine was sixteen well, with titles. He let those me that we watched, they felt really long. No yeah, I'm not yeah. saying dude, anyone. Dude, mine wasn't till like three from the end that night. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they were good, all of them. But yeah. after a while, it's like, yeah, man. it's tough. Yeah, um, and I was tired that night. So, oh, this is something uh, I thought this would be fun to close out on. Um. Wait, what is Harrison doing? He hey, just what do you got? he gave me a finger. He's being oh, sneaky. Do you know? Are you pulling it up? I did. Yeah. Were you thinking the same thing? Oh yeah, dude. Oh, well, there you go. We that. talked Harrison about and I this. I agree on something. So All I right. have the uh, the sequence here. So what what's the sequence? Okay, so it's film, song, line, ending, scene. Yeah. So we're we go around and name okay. and just off the top of the head. I can we can go we can go we can go one by one. Here. Favorites. You got to pick. Yeah. Just pick just one. As of today. This yeah. doesn't have to be Changes. set in concrete just as of today. Uh, an interviewer did this with Damien Chazelle. Yes. And he okay. essentially said they could be different every day. You know, okay. it could be different tomorrow. So what's the first one? Film. Film. So favorite is probably film right the now. maybe hardest. Yeah, I'll go first. Or do y'all? I'll go first. Go first. Uh, one that's, I kind of have three that I always go back to, but I think the one that made me want to be a filmmaker and be in this industry, like for sure, was The Dark Knight. So I'd have to go to The Dark Knight. That's, wow. that's mine. What about yours, Harrison? I could be all like snobby about this, mm-hmm. but I think I'm gonna go with uh, 
the movie trilogy that always has inspired me the most, which is just the original Star Wars movies. That's awesome. In okay. fact, all the even the prequels, Star Wars in general. That's awesome. Well, we grew up with those. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. What about you, Jesse? <laughs> That's a tough one. Um, yeah, for sure. My top three are really tough because I, I have Inception as number one, which surprises wow. people. Yeah, wow. I, I totally get that. Um, I watch that a few times a year, and I get something new every time. And I am actually emotionally connected in that movie as well. Yes. Yeah, That's okay. why Leo took the role, because he wanted something that was emotional. And I, I, I think it is emotional. I absolutely agree, because sometimes people say that um, Nolan, uh, he's not he's not very good at Watch Interstellar. I know. Oh, my yeah, Lord. I don't get that. Or or The Dark Knight. Like, I really felt for like Harvey Dent when he's like screaming yeah. on the floor with gasoline on his face because his, his future wife just died. Mm-hmm. I don't get why people say, oh, he's too technical. He doesn't really let his characters you know, shine. Interstellar tore me up. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. That last line with her, her, her uh, him and Murph where he was like, how'd you know I'd come back? And, yeah. he, and she's like, because my dad told me. I'm just like, Ugh. and the bit when he's oh been on, gosh. they've been on the water planet where every hour there are seven years oh, yeah, it's and he comes back and his kids are grown up and he has to watch the videos. <laughs> there oh were all those gosh. great like cuts between McConaughey watching it and the new the Star, Star Wars, Wars trailer. Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, <laughs> Force like, Awakens. <laughs> yeah, all right, all right. Have you seen that video of where the guy's putting the USB in the computer and it's like the interstellar uh, score behind it? It's oh, like really intense and he's like, nice. come on, Tars. Come on, nice. Tars. And then, like it goes in wrong and then he flips it around and then it hey, goes in. That was the cool one of the coolest movie robots. Oh, without yeah. a doubt, yeah. Um, but people are surprised when I say Inception. Um, I don't really know why. That surprises me that um, people are surprised. But Inception is number Nothing. one and then <laughs> yeah. right there. Uh-huh. Lord of the Rings trilogy, because Me too. I'm a huge Lord of the Rings geek. Mm-hmm. I grew up instead of bedtime stories. My dad read me Lord of the Rings. Yes. yes. So in 2001, when I'm in first or second grade, and Fellowship comes out, I'm knowing exactly everything that they're leaving out of that movie. Yeah. I know the the stuff in the appendices. Yeah. I know everything. I, I, I'm a total geek for Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Uh, I was talking to Harrison. We we're gonna have to do an episode on that, and that that yeah. one could be mm-hmm. maybe. We might have to split that up into parts. You might have to do a two-parter on that. Or do a movie. Because I count the whole trilogy as one movie. Like what New Line said to Peter Jackson, because some people were trying to get him to do it in one movie or two. And New Line said, well, there's three books. You should do three three movies. movies." Yeah, Yeah, what? It's like, yeah. Absolutely. And then um, three is There Will Be Blood. Dude, uh, that's an amazing film. I recently... Masterclass in acting. Absolutely, yeah. And And in everything. Paul Thomas Anderson... He's slowly becoming one of my favorites. Drainage, man. That I that's drink your milkshake. That's drainage, so amazing. <laughs> that's so amazing. And see, he's right there behind Mickey Rourke for me as the best oh, performance I've ever seen. Because yeah. I still give Mickey Rourke and the Wrestler. That movie haunts me. Um, have you seen Magnolia? If parts, not, you should watch parts. the whole thing. I think. I've only seen that once, and I've seen There Will Be Blood twice, but like for Paul Thomas Anderson films, yeah. like they're both like interchangeable. See, right I've now. got There Will Be Blood and then The Master. Yeah. I oh, love The, the Master. Master's so great, Because, yeah. you know, Joaquin is one of my favorites, and Philip Seymour Hoffman um, was, too. And Herod Vice is really good, too. And then Phantom Thread is great, too. Oh, yeah. Punch Drunk Love. We went and saw that together in theaters, which was a weird film to yeah, see with was, another guy. Was, hey, man. It was... Yeah, do there were some... Still, I probably have to rewatch that. There was a lot to digest in that movie. Oh yeah, yes. some amazing sequences. Paul Thomas Anderson is full of detailed sequences where you have to watch them multiple times. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> but really, Inception is that one. And that should have won Best Picture that year, I would say. 
it should have been up there. It won some like visuals and sound and yeah. stuff, but I think it won cinematography for Wally Pfister, which is yeah, cool. I think Nolan gets the short end of the stick a lot. Was he? He wasn't even nominated for director, was he? He has never been nominated. He was nominated for Dunkirk, but was he, he lost to Gu- uh, Guillermo del okay. Toro, which I thought I th- man, I really thought Nolan was going to win. I didn't for think Shape of Water should have won that year. I thought Dunkirk. I thought Dunkirk or even uh, Get Out or Lady Bird I enjoyed a lot more than Shape of Water. Yeah, but maybe I need to see it again. What was the other one after film? This is going to be tough. The next, the next several are going to be tough. Um, song. song. Favorite song from a movie. Uh, from a movie? Yes. Not just in general no, song no, no, no. from a movie. Yeah, from, for me. Because I was about to whip out some Hallelujah or Fix You. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's a tough Just one. off the top of my head, that first thing that comes to mind is probably uh, that Tarzan is like, one of my favorite films. Oh, of which all time. one? Which uh, song? The, uh, Son of Man okay. would probably be my yeah, number one. My just because one it's like one of my favorite lines from that song is uh, In learning you will teach, and in teaching you will learn. And it's just like, people there's hate, a lot of weight in that. Dude, people hate on the songs in that movie because the characters aren't actually singing them. Dude, I'm I don't like, care. you got Phil, Phil Collins, Collins in there. Phil Collins yeah. is, crushes it. That's yeah. one of that's my favorite animated film. That's why I get. Oh, that. that's interesting. That's a you don't ever hear anyone say that. That's cool. It's yeah. I dig I, Tarzan. I was running around as a kid with the little. Yeah. I made my dad fashion me a what are those things? A, a loin loin cloth? cloth. Thank you. Oh no. And I was just oh man. Young um, Sam playing in, in a loin this cloth. This podcast is taking a turn. <laughs> <laughs> I can go get it out, guys. No. <laughs> hey, don't. hey, that cheetah scene is awesome. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh, when he rises up and you think yeah. he he uh what's her name Sabor. Killed, killed him for a second, and then yeah. he just like tosses her off. He's got the scratch on his arm. He's yeah. like, oh, he's yeah. awesome. Um, so what's your what's your song? So, song from a movie mm-hmm. it has I, to be I, strictly a movie, not adapted from like a show we, or you something. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> um, <laughs> how detailed are we? Because I'm about to go with like a piece. Original song. I'm about to go with a piece of like score. That's fine. Okay, you can go with because that. Because I sure. the you two that always get me. For some reason, Taxi Driver Chinatown scores. Oh, yeah. That's interesting. Bernard, uh, Bernard Herman, Herman and then Jerry Goldsmith for Chinatown. Yeah. In fact, Chinatown may be a little bit above that. For some reason, those two are just like like inseparable from the movies. I, you know, I absolutely agree with you on that. But I know that's cheating. So. Nah, that's not cheating. I will count it. We'll, count well it. if you had to pick a sung song, yeah. what, what would yours yeah, be? Oh, you? gosh. Uh, I mean, Chazelle goes with Play It. Play, as time goes by, I'll throw it that. Sure, right. that's a great. I just watched that recently. All right. Yeah. Um, so this is this is probably the hardest one in my opinion. What do you What do you got, Jesse, for a song? Who? Um. Man, uh, there's always some child ones that stick out. So yeah. like, um, you got a friend in me. Oh, that's mm-hmm. a that's great a powerful one. song. That's great. When you really think one. about it, I really love. Can you feel the love tonight? <laughs> That's a great um, song too. I love "Lose Yourself" by Eminem. Oh mm. yeah, Eight Mile. Yeah, yeah. He Eight Mile is a great movie. Um, and he finally performed this past year at the Oscars. Yeah, that was That's right. that was odd. That was but so it was, random, yeah. but kind of cool. Um, I don't know. I really love "Someone in the Crowd" That's from fantastic. La La Land. Yeah. Um, dun, dun, my favorite musical dun. is Sweeney Todd. So like. Oh, I recently watched it. It's that. actually my favorite Johnny Depp performance. Really? So, wow. some of the songs in Sweeney Todd I like, but I don't consider that because it's from the play. Yeah. Um, or the musical, rather. But that's that, man. Um, it's hard, isn't it? Yeah. 
stressful too. <laughs> yeah, I um, said mine's pretty quick. <laughs> I'd probably you guys are like sweating I, blood over here. Uh, I'd probably have to go with a Disney song. Yeah, for sure. So I'd have to probably go with um Let oh. It Go. Let oh. It Go Frozen. Hey. That's a ba- <laughs> that's a banger. Wait, uh, okay. What about the any music from Cats, Jesse? Oh yeah. Do you okay, really so want me to the, go this, this way? This was the running <laughs> gag when we filmed Attack is I just remember eating these wings that, that were super hot that I didn't order that the restaurant messed up and Jesse telling me about how much he hated cats. <laughs> I thought that should have won Best Picture. Said no one ever. Dude. <laughs> man. Uh, oh Loved my it. god. <laughs> <laughs> that was so and I actually liked the show before the I've movie. I've never seen the actual show. Um, the show is insane but I actually kind of liked it but then when I saw the movie it made me dislike the show. I remember seeing the trailer and I thought like something was wrong with my brain. I thought mm-hmm. I was like in a like, yeah, it's creepy. this can't be real when I watched the trailer. I actually took up for that movie. Did you really? For a while I was like you've got to give it a chance to come out. Yeah. Oh okay. And then when I saw it I was like don't go see it. Yeah. It's uh, Save some money. Yeah. So song from a movie. Yeah. That's tough. Oh, um. You said a Disney one. Which one? If I, I'd probably have to go Disney because that's the childhood. Yeah, I feel like. That's but there's so many. Lion King has so many. Beauty and the Beast has oh, so many. Oh yeah. Um. Oh. Okay. If we're just gonna say, why should I worry from Oliver and Company? Oh yeah. Which yeah, I think I is one of the most underrated Disney movies. I've not seen that movie in a long time. There's three. Time. That one underrated. The Rescuers Down Under. Some of the best animation you ever see. Yeah. And the Great Mouse Detective. I knew you were about to say the Great that Mouse Detective. That one just detective. always scared me. It's I terrifying. got scared of that one. Yeah. One of the best villains. Yeah. Oh, yeah, um, the big rat. And Radigan's song is cool in that, too. Vincent yeah. Price. Yeah, I'm not a, I'm not big on rats. That's where it all started, uh, isn't it, Sampley? probably did, honestly. You were afraid of rats what's, ever since. What's the next what's one? What's the next um, one? Line. 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 Favorite line. From a movie. Sampley, you start because you're the oh. one that can do this uh, quickest. That, okay, so the first ones that come to mind is when the Joker says, never do anything you're good at for free. Or, um... Um, and then also, why so serious isn't one of yours? No, I, I, <laughs> I, I even like, uh, what's that one he says at the beginning? If, if, uh, oh, if what, what doesn't, doesn't kill you makes you stranger. stranger. I like that one. Uh, and I like his line to Rachel, um, oh, little yeah. fight in you. I like that. Yes. Um, but if I was going to go away from the dark night, I'd probably go to, um, Samwise Gamgee in Return of the King. I can't carry it oh, for you, but dude, I can carry that's you. That's so good. Yeah. Sam is the best character hands down. Oh, easily, yeah. I don't know why you could think anything. And I hate that. it actually I don't get mad about it a lot, but when uh-huh. people make fun of Sam and Frodo's relationship, uh-huh. that gets under my skin. Really? Who makes yeah, fun of it? Um whether they call it whatever or yeah. they make fun of him in general. Oh, okay. I'm like he cares about his f- yeah, that's true sure. friendship. That's true friendship, yeah. Sam Sam is the MVP. Oh, yeah. Of Lord of the Rings. Every, every time I watch it, if you pull it up right now, I would just start bawling. Yeah, Sam is... Oh, that line, and the way Sean asks... What, you go back and you think, how was he not nominated for any yeah. of those films? Because he is a Lord of the Rings, Return of the King especially. Yeah, The oh, only acting sure. nomination they ever got was Fellowship Ian McKellen. Yeah, Ian nominated. McKellen, yeah. But, um, sorry, uh, Harrison, what's your line? You've had time to think. You've I've been, been sitting here thinking, this is very hard. First one that comes to mind, just share it. I was either thinking, just... Stallone screaming, Adrian! <laughs> <laughs> or, uh, welcome to Seb's. That's great. Okay, that's oh, a good one. Yeah. Great. Especially yeah. in context. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you, Jesse? It's a Samwise Gamgee line. 
Oh, really? There Which we one? Go. From Two Towers oh, of yeah. um, his speech. There's, there's still a lot of good in this world, Mister Frodo, and it's worth fighting for. Yeah, mm. I just got goosebumps. And that like, that was yeah. that was made up because in the Two Towers, Two Towers, they continued on. They left Faramir's and they went to Sirithungal, mm-hmm. and it ended with him uh, going into the tower. That was where Two Towers, the book, ended. Yeah, the first, or actually, after Sheila paralyzed yeah, Frodo. Yeah, that's where the right. Two Towers that's book the ended, and it picked up with the choices of Master Samwise mm-hmm. going into and finding Sirithungal and getting in. Oh, and actually, there's an old Rankin Bass animated Return of the King from the 70s. Uh-huh. They did The Hobbit, too. And the first half of the film was Samwise trying to get in the tower. That's awesome. And um, so what they did, to because they were wanting to match timelines, because when they were climbing Sirithungal, Minas Tirith was happening. Mm-hmm. So they wanted to match that in Return of the King. So what they did is they extended the Faramir stuff in Two Towers, and they had them go to Osgiliath, which wasn't in the book. But yeah, to me, right, yeah. without that Osgiliath thing, Osgiliath didn't mean as much in Return exactly, of the King. Yeah. And we wouldn't have got that monologue from Sam. Oh. And, and, even, and even in that moment, it, it cuts over to uh, uh, Gollum, and he's even like, yeah. oh, man. Yeah. Like, Sam's right. <laughs> yeah. And I think there are some other ones that are very powerful. Oh, yeah, I think for sure. Some Solomon Northup lines in Twelve Years of Slave are extremely powerful. Man, that's a tough one to watch, yeah. but definitely necessary. There's only like two villains in movies that I'd actually despise when I watch them. One of them is Michael Fassbender in that oh. movie, and another one is um, um, Dwight Yoakam as Doyle in Sling Blade. Oh, I yeah, hate him. The step, uh, the stepdad. I despise him. Oh uh, yeah. Oh. What are you doing? I reckon I'm put this long blade in your head. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, I gotta go back to the song. I remember uh, I thought about this last week. Okay, song from a movie. It was in the movie, but the, this uh, mud. The help me, Rhonda. Oh yeah, mud's a great movie. Yeah, I had to go back to that. I, I and thought in about fact, that last. That week. director is fantastic. Jeff Nichols yeah. take, take shelter, shelter is a masterpiece. Oh, it is. Special shotgun stories. That guy's awesome. He's awesome. Okay, sorry, I had to go back to that one. Next one. Uh, this is also very hard. Ending. Ending, ending of a movie. Instantly for me, I guess I'm going for uh, several movies come to mind: The Dark Knight, uh, Blade Runner 2049, Vertigo, Return of the King. There's <laughs> dude, Return of the King's <laughs> tough, dude. Uh, the Gray Havens bit. Um, I'm trying to I'm uh I'm trying to look over here <laughs> for some. Hey, Kung Fu Panda too. That's that's Whiplash good. is amazing. <laughs> oh my gosh. Whiplash is good. Ending. Inception. Oh my goodness. Inception has an amazing ending. Mm-hmm. Oh my word. And then um Taxi Driver. Oh, Taxi Driver every time freaks me out. When he looks back in his rear view mirror and then he just keeps driving straight in that Hey, Dark Knight as well. They give you that cool line. <sighs> yeah. Dark Knight. And the Batman movie. begins. Oh yeah, and he flies off. And I love his line to Rachel. Uh-huh. And I love his two lines to Gordon. Gordon says, I didn't thank you. And he says, you'll never have you'll to. You'll never have to. And then he s- says, we've got this new guy. And he shows him the Joker card. Oh. And he goes, I'll look into it. And he goes, I'm like, that's a Batman, re- baby. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. I remember oh. that. Oh, oh, another. Okay. Can I say this great line? Yeah. Uh, even though uh, a great line from is Rosal Ghoul's line to him. Then later, uh, Bruce yes. says to him, always be aware of your surroundings. Yes. Uh, that's a great line. Just because not yeah. only for the context of the film, but also kind of for life. It's actually kind of good advice. <laughs> you you get a lot of good lines in Nolan movies. Oh yeah, for sure. What do you are are you looking for endings? Paris, Texas has an ama- amazing ending. Yeah, the scene. Um, and there is a line in Warrior, but it's from a book. When mm-hmm. Nick Nolte's finally he got drunk I again. I haven't seen that. I need to see that. There's one. a powerful scene with Nick Nolte and Tom Hardy in Warrior, 
And Nick Nolte is quoting Moby Dick, and he's uh-huh. drunk. I gotta check Dude, that one yeah. out. Oh, I think that's on Netflix. Actually, I gotta give it a watch. I may take back my favorite movie line because <laughs> <laughs> it's a quote. It's a quote. Yeah. But it's from a movie. It's one of my favorite movies called The Gray, with Liam Neeson. Oh, with Liam Neeson and the uh, the wolves. Right? Yes, powerful movie. The poem in that film. Into I, the fray. I gotta watch that too. The poem from that film is one of the most powerful things. If I ever get a tattoo, that will be my tattoo. <laughs> is into the fray. Harrison's gonna get it on his face. <laughs> I can see that. Drive also has an amazing ending. Yes. Uh, hit. Have you ever seen a history of violence with Vigo? I love history of violence. Oh, that ending's when they're all at the dinner table and it's just like, what yep. do we do now? And then it just bam cuts. William Hurt was in that movie for five minutes and got an Oscar nomination. That's right. Yeah, that's right. He's deserved it. <laughs> yeah, he's a um, he's terrifying. Mm-hmm. Um, just so many great endings. Oh my gosh. What what was yours, Harrison? Are we? Oh yeah, we're still on me. Sorry. What's yours? <laughs> Did you pick one? All every single one I mentioned. But if I'm going for bet, my favorite ending it's it's the Dark Knight. That's Kay. my favorite. I mean, ending. they literally say the Dark Knight at the at, end of it. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's mine. Okay. I was thinking. Oh, can I, wait. Hold on. Yeah. I'm sorry. In the mood for love also has one of the best endings of all time. You need but to watch Sampa that being his film snob self. No. <laughs> Wong, Decalogue. Wong Kar Wai. No, no, wait. No, no, no. Wait. Is you don't have it in here because you have it in my house. It's That's my right. House. I was about to look, but you have it. Anyway. <laughs> I just had to throw that in there. Sorry, Harrison. What's yours? Okay. Obviously, La La Land's ending is amazing, but we already talked about that for about three hours. Yes. So <laughs> I'm just going to drop that one. Head uh, in Life, the ending is oh. just, I mean, I was just crying the whole time. But I will say this. This movie, I watched this movie this year. And I normally, I think I've watched enough movies to know, like, you can usually pick up, pick up on what's going to happen. Because mm-hmm. a lot of movies are kind of predictable. I know what you're talking I about. I watched this movie this year from Alfred Hitchcock, and I got to say, I was abs- my mouth was on the floor because I was so shocked at what just happened. And it's a movie called Stage Fright. Yeah. And I'm mm. not going to give it yeah. away, yeah. but there is a thing that he got criticized for doing in the movie and he even himself said it was a, a misstep in his directing I th- but i think it actually is it. a yeah. great great choice that i had never even thought of because whenever you whenever you see something i can't say specifically but whenever you see something in this in a movie that's used you always just automatically believe it mm-hmm. and he does something in this movie that Makes you automatically believe it, and then at the end, it's totally reversed. And I gotta say, stage fright just shook me. Yeah, as an yeah. That's so. <laughs> oh, thought of another line just real quick. Yeah. All you have to do is learn what to do with the time that is given to you. Oh, that's Gandalf. Great. That's great. Oh my God, Lord of the Rings. We could probably just yeah. pull out the screenplay. Yeah. <laughs> just read it. They're beautiful screenplays. Oh yeah. Ending. Jesse. Ending. There's a lot of good ones, like we've said. I think the ending of the narrow Cape Fear when he's drowning and mm. speaking in tongues. Oh, oh wow. Uh, that's terrifying. Um, I think if I had to pick one, Toy Story three. Mm. Oh, that's that's a great one, man. The movie that's broke me. Movie. I grew up; those were my toys, man. I grew <sighs> up with them. And you know, there was already a hard scene of when they were in the incinerator. Oh, I'm sitting here going, "What is happening?" Yeah. And then the very ending when he says, "So long, partner." Just. Oh uh, yeah, that's a tough one, man. Start crying over toys. Yeah, man. Uh, All right. Last last question here. I was also thinking about this one this past week. Scene. Favorite scene Favorite from a movie. Scene. Man, killing me. Um, off the top of my head, interrogation scene in the dark night. That is fantastic. Uh, Especially when he starts laughing. Yeah. Um, 
recently uh, or a year ago i watched the master for the first time there um, the processing scene processing scene that's just blew my there mind for me yeah um and then also i'd have to go the telephone call and before sunrise mm. um that's just beautiful uh <laughs> there's so many um elevator scene and drive um that's amazing a rear window um, when he finds out and like he falls asleep and then like wakes up again, I just like love James Stewart in that movie. So underrated. There's so many great scenes. Manchester by one. the Sea has a lot of great ones. Um, if I okay, let me try to get away from The Dark Knight, Lord of the Rings. Um, ba 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 ba. Man, this is tough. You don't have to get away from them if they are your favorite. They are my favorites. Um. That's okay. Sure. Let me. Uh, I'm, let me try to give some love to my <laughs> my movie collection. Because man. There. Sam Carey and Frodo at Mount Doom is... Oh, my gosh, yeah. Yeah, that's probably uh, that's probably my favorite scene. I think the Balrog scene is up there, too. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, oh, just so adding fuel ones. to the fire. <laughs> Paris, Paris, Texas, when he's talking to his wife for the first time in, like, a decade. That's... Uh, that's uh, oh, you know what? Um, scene... Um, I'm gonna give it to In the Mood for Love, but I'm not gonna spoil it because Harrison uh, hasn't seen it yet. Uh, but it's a um, that movie constantly deceives you. Um, and there's it's when have you ever seen it? Mm-mm. Essentially, what happens is it's a it's a Japanese film. Uh, came out 2000, 2000 or two thousand one, and the both of these couples move in at the same time, and the husband of one and the wife of one realize that their spouses are having an affair mm. and then as they're like tailing them and investigating them and stuff like this and figuring out what to do they ended up fall- they end up falling in love and there's a great moment in the film where they kind of say we can't do this because then we'll be just like them even though you're just like but you guys are made for each other it's it's so powerful it's just the way it's shot and the score is amazing i highly recommend in the mood for love i'm pretty sure wong kai wong kai Wrong did the film. I don't, I'm going to look that up. But Harrison, you take it away. I've, I've talked way too much. <laughs> There's four of them. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Wonderful Life, George and Mary. Oh, that's great, sure. too. Last of the Moon. Sure. What do you want me to do, Last ja- of the Moon for you? <laughs> James Dean and Giant when he strikes oil. Okay. That's... Uh, Before Sunrise, when they're in a record store and they're listening to a song. That might be my favorite. And then the last one is from a, a montage where ha- Javier Bardem is talking into the wonder. Terrence Malick movie okay. that everybody that's, hates. That's great, too. So those are my four. Probably before sunrise, their monta- the record short scene, though, is probably my favorite. Yeah. Yeah, there's a few that stand out to me, too. I think the coin toss scene in No Country. Oh, I can't believe I think the Indian attack in The Revenant. Oh I think wow! It's even better than Wait, the bear attack. at the beginning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, that's with the where the instantly you're watching everything's yeah. calm and then the arrow just goes through his like throat. I think that's whatever. even better uh, than the bear attack. Yeah, um, I agree. I think the processing scene in the master yeah. is Oof. up there. Um, I think those Lord of the Rings has a ton, of course. Oh yeah. Um, oh, man, I um. So many. This is one that's very. I didn't expect it to hit me like it did, and it just blew me away. Was the memories of Snape? Oh yeah, Deathly Hallows Part Two. Yeah, I oh. think that is one of the most powerful things mm-hmm. I've ever seen. Yeah, 
Alan right. Rittman really just uh, rest in peace. killed me in that. Um, that scene is up there. Yeah. The the Snape memories. Uh, I'm gonna throw another scene <laughs> up there because I just thought of it. Uh, Barry Lyndon. Um, where the gun fight, the gun draw, the draw. Have you seen Barry Lyndon? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Cooper. Where he Ryan O'Neill points it away and fires, saying, "Listen, let's let's come to an agreement. Let's you know handle this in a way." And the guy. <laughs> missed the first time just shoots him he just says you know what i'm not i'm not gonna do what you said i'm just gonna shoot you i hate you yeah. and it's just like it's so tense because you don't know what either of them are gonna do uh, i'll give you another the first time you meet colonel kurtz in apocalypse oh, now my word yes uh yes. there's three films like whether they're your favorites or not i think there are three films that are tied for all around best films ever mm-hmm. from acting writing directing everything i think that's godfather to me part one yeah and then apocalypse now and I think Return of the King. I think those are the three best made movies ever. Absolutely, I, I, yeah. I um. I don't think you can find a flaw. My in favorite any scene of them. in Godfather is when um he has to go in the bathroom and find the gun. And, and the the and train shoot. noise starts coming in. And yes. Oh my gosh. Oh, also I like part two part better. <laughs> See, a lot of people do, really? and I love yeah. part two. But there's something about part one. I think it's Brando. Yeah. I think that's. I would agree. I, I think I it's prefer Brando. Part one a little. And Jimmy Conn. I think Jimmy oh, yeah, Conn really yeah, helps yeah, make that great. great too. So many we we could probably just continue to talk for an hour, more hours and hours and, and hours. You, but yeah, you've also got classics, Psycho. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. you got classics. Yeah, that are always going to be good. The Crying Game has a very uh, a scene that is, is that very with swank. No, The Crying Game was an Irish British film that was marketed around how secret, how big this twist was. Oh, okay. and everyone was like, "Don't spoil the movie." Because of this twist. Uh-huh. It was nominated for a bunch of Oscars. I, yeah. It's an incredible twist. Let's put it that way. Wow. The Crying Game. The Crying Game. What am I? I'm probably thinking of Boys Don't Cry. I think yeah, that's you are. I, I am, thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, we could just keep going and going and going and going. But uh, let's see. How, oh, we've been going for two hours and eight minutes. Dude, we just broke record for broke last record. week. Dude, congratulations, Harrison. Maybe people will stay interested. <laughs> I think people who love film will. And I, and I think if... Uh, if they uh, crap out halfway, I still get the view, so it doesn't really matter to me. <laughs> um, I'll listen to the whole thing. <laughs> no, if no. I can, if I can stand my own voice. <laughs> I think I think you should, man. Uh, I think this has been a lot of fun. Oh yeah. Uh, to those listening, if you haven't watched Mime yet, you need to go watch it right away. I have it on my Facebook page. Jesse has it on his Facebook page. I'm going to try to figure out how to get it on Instagram. Uh, oh, maybe I can just put the link in my bio. Yeah, try the YouTube I just, link. Um, I just realized that you can watch it on the YouTube channel for Echo Productions as well. It has an E at the end of Echo. Is there anything else you want to just shout out? We're starting a series this fall, a mini series. Called mm-hmm. Noir Nights. That's a mix between the old school Private Eye. That's a great title. Uh, with uh, modern day realism. Uh-huh. Like the Private Eye character is the main character, and he'll stop mid scene and turn to the camera and monologue. That's It'll great. be in black and white, a lot of smoke, haze, very stylized. We have a femme fatale character. We have nice. all kinds of. It's the first series I've ever written. It's a seven episode mini series, and we're looking to put it on Prime. Wow. That's awesome. Who, who you got to, uh, for your lead? <clears throat> The guy who's co-running the show with me, C.J. Christian, who's relatively new to acting, oh, is really? playing the lead. And then, um, and then who's the femme fatale? The femme fatale. She's from Nashville. Her name oh. is Erica Boozer. Sweet. Uh, she's actually going to L.A. to shoot in September on a feature. That's exciting. So, um, yeah, we're we're we've got a good mix of local and out of town talent. 
That's awesome. really exciting. Yeah. We've yeah. got someone from Huntsville named Duncan Watkins who does a lot with theater Huntsville here and Evil Cheese. Oh, yeah. He's playing twins in the show. That's um, pretty cool. Yeah, and so we've got a good eclectic cast, and, you know, it's a, it's kind of a, it's tough because it's a series. I've never done a, yeah, and the episodes get longer as we go, and it's, it's, you're having to balance a line of styles, but we have real high hopes for that one. Like, we have our own, we're going to have our own website, noirnights.com will be the website. That's where all of our, we'll have t-shirts, we'll have, all of our videos will be on there. We're going to, we're thinking about doing a podcast for the show. Yeah, and then you gotta we'll, have us on, right? <laughs> yeah, we'll have a Facebook page for the show. Dope, and we'll be on IMDb. And because it's the first name of its kind, it'll be the only Nights dot com, the only Noir Nights on IMDb. Sweet. So it's really accessible. Whenever Noir. Harrison do a do a short and put it on IMDb, there's like so many other like with the same title, and it makes yeah. you specific. I'm sure you know. Yeah. So Mom, I got change. there. There aren't a whole lot of mom though. Really? Yeah. People don't don't like mimes. They I don't. Jesse, this uh, this short may ruin my life. I've had several <laughs> death threats. They say, "How dare you put How dare you be a mime? mime?" They're like, "They're too <laughs> silly." Well, that just meant you were too good at doing it. <laughs> oh, maybe, maybe, maybe so, so. Think of it like that. Go watch it, and then Attack's gonna come out sometime soon. Yeah, hopefully this fall, or it may premiere officially next year. Yeah. It just depends on how the festival circuit goes. And then the sampling cut will release, and that's just a cut without Harrison in it. It will just be Kim. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Which is going to be hard. We did <laughs> It'll be just Kim. Uh, two shots. <laughs> <laughs> Completely split that one clip in half. Uh, I'd watch that cut. <laughs> yeah, sampling cut's going to be sampling, like, digitally put in my spot. Yeah. And he won't even be saying anything nearly no. what you were saying. Yeah. It's going to be dialogue. like Kevin, all the Kevin James oh, shorts. Oh, his stuff has been all... Have you <laughs> yeah. seen But that? it's going to be with Sampley. Sampley. Guys, I just want to say, you know, thank you for having me on. Mm-hmm. Let me talk a little bit about movies and stuff. Because like I said, people don't ask me stuff no. much. Yeah. You know, and so it's good to talk about it and also to get those films out. Yeah. Um, to talk about them. But thank you for wanting to be in them. It oh, means, oh, it means yeah. a lot. Thank dude, you, dude. When I read the script for Attack, and I've said this and I'll say it again, I was just so impressed. I yeah, was so, he was telling I was, me that. And, you know, I mean, and I saw the Sampley sent me the, Sampley sent me the uh, the link to Mime, so I saw it, and I was just like, this guy's awesome. I got to work with him. So you got a lot of talent. We're, we, we're happy to. Well, I still want to do the idea where we're all three brothers at one point. Yeah, yeah, yeah this is gonna be sick. Hey, let's yeah. just shoot it right now. <laughs> yeah, man, we're all here. Let's get a flip camera and let's just go. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's been uh, what the fifth episode of Once Upon a Time. And I haven't listened go. to any of them, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah, you stink. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, so this is this has been a good rehearsal. <laughs> so uh, I hope we'll do the real one next week. Start uh, start it for real. <laughs>